Greetings, everyone, and welcome on this Sunday evening to another episode of A Tale of Dice, where me and a bunch of nerdy friends across all of the Netherlands, but mostly just Leiden and The Hague, uh, and Tilburg, excuse me, uh, are going to play our beautiful Pathfinder 2nd Edition campaign, whoop, whoop. where we follow a dastardly group of adventurers known as The Pack, as they try to, well, at this moment in time, get along, because they have met each other yesterday, I believe? So yeah. Hope everybody is doing very, very swell. Hope that everybody uh, who got their boosters didn't have too much of a uh, hiccup because of it and uh, could just go through with their day-to-day -day lives. And uh, now you feel invigorated and even more healthy than you did before. All that good stuff. I can lift my arm again, so that's nice. Yeah. I still oh. don't have 5G. I'm very disappointed. Yeah, the patches really didn't work, but uh, still. But yeah, uh, lifting your arm, Charlie, will be um, very nice for tonight because uh, it will involve some dice rolling, I'm afraid. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, as all of us are present, um, Ave, Crystal, thank you all so much for coming back in uh, in all of your healthy glory as well. We missed you last week. Um, our heroes almost died because you two were absent. But don't you worry. Uh, you will be able to save them from their current predicament very, very soon. So, um, without further ado, shall we play a game? To jump back into our game. Last we left off, our heroes, now known as the Pack, had been contracted by the local guards to investigate the arrival of some certain magical disease called the Ringing amongst the uh, populace that caught it. People started to hear a ringing in the ears that slowly would drive them mad, inflicting both harm on themselves and others. And while the guards were seemingly doing all in their power to track down what this disease might be and where it came from, they didn't have any luck in the last couple of months that they did so. So, their guard captain, Bradley Quintessent, started to suspect that some foul play might be eluding the guards. Therefore, these five young, fresh heroes arriving in the large city of Farwater have been contracted to see if they can figure stuff out where the guards cannot thread. To do so, our heroes first checked into this lovely, lovely city in a place known as the Lake House, a large tavern slash temple to the goddess of Andra of travel and gambling, where you guys have uh, procured some rooms for your stay, and where you also were able to converse with the main priest of this temple, the high host known as Sorel Flo, who, after you gave him some chaos and some good publicity for uh, entertainment by turning all of the patrons into puppies via the magical artifact, um, he was very impressed with your presence and therefore conversed with you and you were able to ask him a couple of questions. 
One of which was if he or his associates knew of anyone who had fell who had been felled by this plague. And indeed he did. One bard to be, so to speak, Nissa No Name, who came to Farwater to uh, try her luck at playing music for the common folk, eventually succumbed to this illness and whose house was still boarded up. Our heroes deciding that while the guards must, well, follow the rules, their following of rules is a little bit more like guidelines anyway. So, as uh, Jack, um, Edge, uh, sorry, Jack, Crowen, and Tarush, the three of them, went to this house to investigate. Our other two members, Olam and Edge, stayed in the lake house to see if they could investigate there. Because, Crystal, Ave, we had to miss you last week, so uh, for the time being, we would say that for uh, this short amount of time, you guys stayed in the lake house, which also has a large library as of itself where you can investigate the current uh, well, status of this plague and perhaps if in the past something similar had uh, also came through this city. While you were investigating, however, our other heroes were uh, venturing forth into Nissa's house to find that it wasn't as abandoned as they first thought, realizing that in this building scum were also walking around and no that's not just a uh, foul name for these beasts but also their actual name scum being humanoid fish people the underwater variant of goblins if you will scum being a uh, tribal aquatic race who seemingly had an interest with raiding the entire house of nissa after she fell there was one small problem, however, because while our heroes fought valiantly and were able to deal with all of these scum, one got away. And all of this combat did a... made a hell of a lot of noise. And as our heroes are now situated in the building, they gaze outside where a small group of bystanders is collecting themselves, trying to figure out what is being done in this building, which has guard tape all over the front door saying keep out so as we jump into this game let us backtrack a little bit back to the moment where edge and olam first started to research this plague in the city so in the lake house zorel uh, guided you to uh, a small latch that brought you into a subterranean uh, place where large bookcases were stacked uh, back to back to back with all different kinds of scrolls, books, notebooks and the like. All different writings that had been collected by all the bards that came through. And Zorel actually explained to you that uh, a bard or a traveler of some sort uh, could actually donate different scriptures instead of paying rent for their rooms. In which they were able to build this vast library. So, um, Edge, as a follower of Avandra, uh, you were able to get access to this library and together with Olam, you guys can go investigate. So, how would you like to proceed? What are you looking for? What kind of tactics do you have to investigate all of this stuff? Um, I would like to uh, seek records for if there's... Um, uh, around the time that it happened last time, 
if there's any records of a new belief being religion uh, stepping up. And uh, just to clarify, what do you mean with when it happened last time? Well, the there was a time before this, right? Or is it just this... I'm sorry, uh, I, I got it wrong know, in my head, I think. No, no worries. As far as you know, uh, you only know that this plague is something new and nobody knows what it is. So okay. you haven't heard any uh, stories of this happening once before. Then, but of course, you could when this started. Alright, so uh, for when this started. Gotcha. Yeah, the, the ringing thing. Gotcha, okay. So yeah, so that, that would be two to three months ago. So you were going to look at that time to see what kind of different things that you might find. Edge, what are your plans? Uh, well, I am definitely interested in finding out how the hell this is all categorized. Um, Poorly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's gonna be pickle. Speaking of pickles, feed me people. <laughs> um, that is a good question. Um, I'm, uh, Edge is not the wisest in the bunch, so I think Edge is just gonna be helping Olam more than doing their own research. Maybe what? just grabbing some random books and just quickly scanning through to see if there's a weird crystal disease mentioned. Well, so for the sake of this, Olam, go ahead and make me a perception check and add you as well and you will try to aid Olam in this. Um, does anyone know if I got a hero point? <laughs> uh, you do. You have two to be exact. Awesome. I'll use one. Oh, Thank and now that you. I'm looking, Aif, uh, Amunra has fed you. I know! Yeah. <laughs> I open the pickles! Hell yeah! so nice, they make my saliva glands go... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a 23. 23? Not too shabby, indeed. At a 16. And a 16, alright. So, Edge, you are getting bored already by just taking a couple of scrolls, trying to read them, then realizing I really don't care and putting them back. Uh, you do find that some sort of, uh, uh, some of the writings that you do pull out of the closet um, do contain a little bit, how do you say, embezzled storytelling, as some of the bars that came through here did uh, try or did add a lot of effort into their writing to make it seem more um, interesting than uh, the facts drama queens. Embellished yeah. is what you meant, I think. Embellished, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, but other than that, nothing really that catches your attention. Uh, Olam, however, um, you don't really know why, but you are very interested in all these different kinds of writing and some perhaps divine presence pushes you forward uh, until eventually you find yourself at a a uh, scroll rack that seems to be uh, filled with writings that are like from these times, so to speak, and you begin to rummage through a couple of them. You don't really find anything significant, no great arrivals, no certain um, like uh, constellations that, that might be specific, no certain arcane flows or anything. However, what you do find out is that um, as you are rummaging through these different scrolls, you do learn uh, of another place that might be uh, of interest to you. Um, 
you haven't heard of this Baha Bahamu Bahamut or anything, but it seems to be a, uh, a, a dragon god, whatever dragons are, I don't know. And um, it seems that they have established a temple in uh, the slums a long, long time ago as a main source of charity work. And, and uh, they basically just uh, give aid for free, magical, to aid all of the ailments of the people that live in the slums. So that might also be a place to uh, check out because a lot of the records that you do find of people that were suffering from the ringing, a lot of them were lower class. So they went that way to see if the temple could help them in any way. And, Bahamut, um, right? Yes, it's the temple to Bahamut and it is called, uh, it is Saint named something? after one of their saints, the Hospices of Saint Timian. Yeah, I wrote that down last time. But other than that, you you don't find any like great battles, no uh, foul creatures that entered the premises, nothing really to arouse any suspicion, hmm. which is odd. However, as uh, the moment that you were looking for was only a couple of months away, you quickly realize that all of your reading is done, and as you gaze over to Edge, you realize that both of you are getting pretty bored down here. So you. Um, decide to follow suit and see what your other companions have been up to, to see if you can uh, perhaps persuade them to go with you towards, I don't know, the hospices or perhaps the waterworks or any other of the points of interest. So as you do so, you oh, leave Lake House. I raised my hand twice! Oh, oh, excuse me! <laughs> While Olam is doing excellent detective work, I'm, I'm gonna scan and see if I can find some information about you-know-who? Um, I, I have to be honest that you already rolled and said that you were helping Olam, though. So... Yeah, but then as soon as I was like, ah, fuck, this isn't working, I'm bored, can I, in in that period, it doesn't have to be long, just out I mean, of, like, 5-10 right, so, minutes. So, uh, remind me, uh, oh, right, excuse me. Um, sure, make me a religion check real quick. Religion check. What? That's a 15 plus minus one. 14. 14. 14. Not too bad. Not like you're level one. You're supposed to not roll 30. <laughs> yeah. um, as Olam is gazing over there, you decide to take a walk through the uh, subterranean library over here and just see what you can find. And eventually you do find that on one of the shelves there is one book that as you open it up, um, it is written in a very peculiar language um, that does not seem to be common. It is a language that you do speak, however, and that you can read, although you might not realize how exactly you eventually learned this language. And it begins for a couple of moments to just speak of basic things and eventually you do find a certain paragraph that might be of interest to you which I will uh, send you shortly uh, in yeah. private message at which moment Olam uh, comes walking towards you uh, as it is time to go you still have this book in your hand what do you do with it though? I Put it in my backpack. Alright, 
Go ahead and make me a thievery check, please. Oh, that's an eight. Total. That's an eight. Olam, you uh, turn the corner and see Edge just closing her backpack, closing their backpack, excuse me, and putting it on their back. Um, Edge, I I recently um, learned that uh, we we shouldn't put stuff in our uh, backpacks if it not. <laughs> It not ours, but I don't know if you uh, have some uh, thing with the guy oh, no, it's that fine. you can I do this. An, I have an arrangement. I can take whatever I want. It's fine. Arrangement. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay, but well, let's 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 go. We're done here. Should, you said yes. Should we? T we should tell him, right? You have no, to. No, no, no. He said I could take whatever I want. It's fine. He won't miss but... it. It's uh, it's fine. Okay. But I, I really do trust you now, right? Okay, so you know? Yes. Okay. It's, it's all it's And I start kind of pushing <laughs> her towards the exit. <laughs> With two small monkey hands protruding <laughs> from the bosom <laughs> to aid you in this endeavor. <sighs> Alright. So, uh, as all of you leave the lake house and uh, venture forth, your companions did uh, leave you directions to find said uh, living space of Nissa. So, without further ado, after a couple of minutes of walking, you do find that you turn the corner at one street and figure, oh crap, it should be over there. As you see, the far building of a uh, row of houses, uh, a small group of a dozen or so bystanders are just uh, looking at a door that is broken open and all of them are keeping their safe distances but all of them are a little bit like nosy and, and try to peek inside you see a couple of woman, women with uh, baskets probably coming from the market just conversing with each other chatting about and that is the situation that all of you find yourselves upon so as you two walk towards this building from the outside and the other three of you are still on the inside what would all of you like to do i would like to roll my eyes at the broken down door and just make eye roll check, please <laughs> do i add my sass modifier to that yes you do yes you do indeed that's an eight and my sass modifier i think is my charisma plus proficiency so that would be a plus six for a total of 14. Mmm, hella sassy. <laughs> Above uh, average amount of sass have been detected. I think uh, the simplest way to solve this situation is just show that we have done nothing wrong and just... Uh, Crowley is just gonna drag the scum that is unconscious out by the door where we came in and just say, yeah, let them see. If they want a show, I'm gonna give them a show. Just throw... All right. Uh, one, one small thing, as you as you think to yourself, we did nothing wrong. You are throwing a scum through a door, which literally has a uh, a order of the Silver Sentinels, the arm of law that says no trespassing over here. Trespassers will be prosecuted. I I have a way better plan. All right. So for the sake of this, uh, Crowen uh, goes. He just grabs one of the bodies of scum 
Not the, the live one. one, the live one. Oh, the live one, alright. The, wait, there wasn't uh, one alive anymore, right? No, no, no. We yeah, yeah, I knocked one out with my sap. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and he medicaled it. Yeah, too. Yeah. That's very smart. Okay, like... <laughs> <laughs> that totally went over my head the last time. It's okay. Um, but there are also dead ones, right? Yeah. Yes. There's one dead, one unconscious, and one that escaped. So Jack just turns to the other guys and he just says, Okay, so I have this plan. We'll just make him run out of here. And they'll just think, what is he doing? I follow him. And all the while I'm pointing at a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just make him run. You see like both of the fish eyes looking at different directions glazed over the fish tongue like bleh, outside of the mouth. It is a course. Well, he's still fresh, so it shouldn't be glassed over yet, just yet. I, I know Edge isn't there, just know that you have their full approval and support <laughs> for this plan. <laughs> this is amazing. And starts like, are you a necromancer? Or... No, no, I, I, I'm trained in the arcane school of uh, magic, but one does pick up a, a spell along the way. Which is? to make him run. I am not familiar with this spell. Please do tell. I believe the orc is either acting like a halfwit or is one. Jack, do something or yeah, keep your mouth shut. In that case, I want to cast animate dead <laughs> on this dead fish. <laughs> Alright, so... I'm just like, you say, just do something. Okay. Plan is a go. Um, so, Jack starts rubbing Tarush. his hands. Tarush, Crowen, go ahead and make me uh, Arcana checks, please. Or Occultism checks, your choice. And... Um, Alright, so let's let's wait for those first. Uh, I take ten on... Uh, I have uh, oh, assured uh, assurance on Occultism, so seventeen. Nice. Eleven. Eleven. All right. Um, Crone, you don't recognize the spell that is being cast here, but uh, Tarush, you do. And you know of these sorts of magics. Um, within the Empire, it is um, frowned upon, so to speak. Uh, in, in civilized societies, it is not really allowed, but certain cultures and certain places do have some other... Um, connotations to these sorts of magics and therefore the uh, Empire does basically like turn away from these sorts of magics oh. um, and as Jesse the rat with like glowing eyes begins to hold up its small claws on your shoulder Jack the fish being the tongue goes back into the mouth both eyes one by one <laughs> And the fish person stands up once again. Oh, oh, this is a terrible idea. Um, Jack, this is gonna work out great. Um, I did not know this was what you were gonna do. Um, this might actually get us arrested, however. No, it will be fine because by the time he's out of the street, we'll just sneak out the back door and. Nobody there will bet a no knife. 
Well, then we'll very quietly sneak out of the front door. How about we make a show of it? Have him leap to death out of the front window. We're still well, in that, like, the third, second story, I think? Yeah. That's where we're going, right? So yes. he will jump out of the front window, plunge to death, and then we'll just walk out of the door? Yes. I figured if we make, make him run out of the door into the street, then uh, people will look at him and not at the door that we're exiting. I say, why be sneaky about it? We are now something of a hero, no? These are monsters. They require, they deserve no mercy. And I believe the townspeople will only reward us for their destruction. The more dramatic the, <laughs> the exit, the greater the glory. And what Tarush... do you say, Crowan? I, I'm uncomfortable with making a corpse jump out of a window, to be completely honest. We could... I find the community distasteful, but necessary at times. This is not one of those times. We could simply throw so it out, out of by the hand. door and into the street it goes. <laughs> if you're not comfortable with throwing it out of a window, then you're probably comfortable with letting it run in the streets. That That's, if not A, then B. You do begin to realize that it's only a matter of time before the guards are alarmed yeah. in your and situation. This, it's also and a matter of time. This whole situation gets a lot more complicated. And, and I also have to like say a... that it's only a matter of times until uh, the corpse just <laughs> falls back. So we have like 45 seconds at so the moment. So Tarush uses, um, I, I use a spell as well, which is mm -hmm. uh, going to be, uh, let's make it dramatic, right? So I'm going to use... Uh, electric arc on the window and just make right. some electricity pop out as glass shatters <laughs> and as uh, Tarush does this uh, Jack just thinks to himself well I guess that's the plan that we're gonna go gonna go with scum run and I make ah. him just <laughs> run out of this window <laughs> like on on his in like feet like flopping about so at the side of the street, Edge, Olam, you are just looking at this whole debacle, not really realizing what's going on. At which moment, the glass shatters as a bolt of lightning bursts through it. All the bystanders gasp, at which moment a fish becomes just running out of the building, like Naruto running, with arms at the side, flapping, like, and all of the different bystanders scatter as they just run all in the, all different directions, and the fish person at this moment runs all the way to the other side of the street, runs against no, 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 the building, like, knocks he, his head. He jumps out of, like, the third-story window is the is, is the idea, so, like, he... Oh, he is going out. to. I, uh, excuse yeah, me, yeah. excuse me. I thought he was just going to run out in the street now. Oh, oh fair. No, 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 because Tarush no, was already he's... starting his plan uh, to make a scene and make it big. Fair uh, enough. Jack just figured, well, I guess that's the plan that we're gonna <laughs> go with. <laughs> Alright, so let's backtrack that for a moment. The fish doesn't Naruto run out. Instead, it, like, Assassin Creed jumps... <laughs> but just belly flops in the middle of the street 
the damage that already was done to the body is enough together with the force of the fall to let it burst a little bit as blood and gore go scattering about a little bit and this is also enough of a um, well incentive for all of the bystanders to run away and uh, alert some guards in the nearby vicinities uh, well, Olam, can, can I do one thing before like try, try to do one thing before that happens so right after it jumps out mm -hmm. uh, Tarush is gonna stand like on the out, out looking out of the window his mm -hmm. uh, robe kind of waving in the wind and I want to make a performance check to like heroically pose of in course. front of the window <laughs> can I do that? Okay, so you want to be seen with all of this. Oh, yes, yes, no. I want to be Very seen. Well. Go ahead and make a performance check. <laughs> I love how Crystal and I are just slow shaking 13, this whole time. <laughs> I rolled a 13, so that's a total of 19. Total of 19. And I scream, people of Farwater, you are once again safe. As most I, I, I see no way this plan backfires. No single way. This is as, perfect. As you, do, as you do, you see a couple of the bystanders still, like, gaze up towards you, but you do realize that your uh, audience is scattering away and doesn't really want to be here. They didn't really know what was going on. They just heard some commotion inside the building and saw that the, the door was broken open. And now, all of a sudden, a corpse is flying out and splattered across the floor. Yeah, they... They have enough going on in their lives oh, as it is. Sweet. All right, in that case, Tarush turns around. Quick, grab the bags of loot. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> I just I just slow clap. <laughs> and as, and I think Edge needs like four slow claps before like the three, like freaking Daltons just like come bolting <laughs> out of the door with three bags of loot. I once again roll my eyes. You are now once again joined together on this uh, small dead end of a street in Farwater. Um, no, 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 don't come my way, scatter! And I run in an opposite direction. I do not <laughs> want to be associated with this. All right, in the meantime, so, ghost sound. Oh, what do we have as a ghost sound? <laughs> as, as you begin to scatter, the slow clapping sounds do follow each and every one of you as the artifact just gives each and every one of the three of you a own small little green wisp to, like, slow clap. Very nice. <laughs> that did right, not go as planned, but way better than expected. <laughs> so, what are the plans now? You guys just scatter into the streets? We'll just all follow Edge. <laughs> no! <laughs> well, well... Edge, though, Edge, your movement speed, I think, is 15 feet faster than each and every one of them. I'm because you're a monk. fucking fast. How far fast are you? I have a speed of 30. It's it's not yeah, it's that much. But I'm definitely going to be bobbing and weaving yeah. in alleyways and shit. 25, so I'm, I'm going <laughs> to be stuck behind at 20. some point. <laughs> so, uh, even like, I'm not running. <laughs> yeah, I'm not running. Weren't there two bags of loot? Like, did the last one get away with this bag of loot as well? No, no, no. You guys were able to, uh, to all gather three. all of the loot. Yes. I'm not sure if Cohen has enough carrying capacity to carry the unconscious gum and the loot as, as well. Right. <laughs> well, we okay, so 
So, Jack and Tarouche, you exit the building with bags. Like, like, small size of bags, not nothing like, like, too, too hefty or anything. But then, Crowen, very close to bleeding out, very close to death, you just drag an unconscious fish man along. Um, what, what are the plans? What are the five of you doing? I'm thinking of delivering the fishman to the civil sentinels for, yeah, interrogation and stuff, I guess. I don't, I don't know, wanna know what you're thinking about doing. I need to know what you're actually uh, doing. That's basically what Cohen said. We're gonna bring this fish to the civil sentinels. Edge yeah, is already uh, out of earshot. Like, all right, Edge like is plan, but Let me put the loot uh, back first. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna live for the fish, but the loot. How far away are we from the Silver Sentinels? From the Silver Sentinels, like from their headquarters? Yeah. Um, that would be like half an hour, forty-five minutes. Like that doesn't really feel practical to like drag around an unconscious monster for that long. Would... Oh, we could just wait for the guards to come and just. If you guys want to leave, fine. But I'm just gonna deliver this to the guards and uh, let them handle it. I, I suggest we find an alleyway a few streets over and try to sort things out there before meeting the Silver Sentinels. Yeah. Perhaps a little interrogation of our own before... It does not speak our language, I think. The Only the leaders seem to know a bit of common, but also very rudimentary. I'm sure we can find a way. I ask, Olam, what yes. are you doing through all of this? How, how do I, you react to all of this? I am kind of looking flabbergasted because I, I really don't know if what's happening is good or bad. Like, there there's a fish running out of a window. I guess that's good, but I'm not really sure. So I, I think I'm just going to follow the rest of our party. And I'm going to help Crowin. <laughs> I'm not really sure what we are at this moment. Uh, I'm just going to help Corwin carry the the fish person, I think. But well, yeah, I'm, I just I don't know what to say because it's really strange what's happening right now. <laughs> like you don't really know what to do. Might as well help him carry this load, quite literally. I I, I kind of like him, so you know we, we're friends now. That's how it yeah. works, right? He <laughs> fixed your you hangover. Yeah, he did. See? He did indeed. Alright, so, uh, all of you drag this piece of scum, quite literally, uh, into a smaller alleyway a couple of streets away? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Alright, and for the sake of this, I, I would mean, like all of you to go ahead and make a stealth check for me. If, if Crowen agrees, because he is the person with the scum, and, and like, Tarush isn't, doesn't care enough to actually force it on him. Yeah, we're not gonna be, like, stealing each other's loot. Like, hey, that's my body, we're, we're not gonna do that kind of PvP. I agree to just... If you have a plan, Cohen uh, uh, basically says, if you have a plan with the scum, we can try it, but I don't see what you're aiming at. We're gonna see, we're gonna see. What kind of check did you want to stealth? Uh, if you guys are trying to stealthily just go over uh, ahead into an alleyway out of sight, I would like all of you to go ahead and make stealth checks for me, please. I got a 13. 13? Six. Six? Ooh. Yeah, I have colorful clothing and armor, like... Mm. Sixteen. Sixteen? Olam? Eleven. Eleven. 
Ooh, that's not too good, people. All right, so as all of you are dragging this unconscious body into an alleyway, you do see that from uh, the other side, eventually you hear like the rinking, wrinkling of chainmail that uh, is quite familiar to all of you, as you have heard the the garments of the Silver Sentinels before, and you hear like hushed voices. They're trying to look for you, and they're quite close by at this moment. Mm. I mean... Coin's gonna go full fuck it. Um, and then just gonna yell to the guards, Over here! We found him! Or it! Alright. Uh, as Groen perches up and shouts, uh, a couple of moments later, you do indeed see that uh, three silver sentinels with spears at the ready come walking towards all of you, and as one steps forward, he says, Him? Oh, Tarush? Um, as... I, as he says that, Tarush actually wants to react as well. Um, sure. I'm gonna cast a spell. Um, just a two-action spell. Illusory object. Alright. And I'll tell you later what it is. But it's something okay. small. Okay. okay. Um, so, as Cronin shouts this, the rest of you, still with the unconscious fishman body at your side, you see Tarush begin to twirl with his hands a little bit, and he seems to complete some sort of spell before the Silver Sentinels uh, turn the corner and walk towards you. You there! What are you talking about? Who did... What the hell is going on over here? Are you guys involved with the breaking and entering? Well, we saw a group of people gather at the house and we went there to see what's happening. Door was open and some fish leapt out, uh, chased away apparently by some wizard uh, of a window and this one escaped through the door. We chased after it and uh, captured it. A wizard and, you say? And we knocked him out so he's not, he's not there. We are. Mm -mm. We are actually also here on behalf of a captain of yours. The other pack, perhaps you've heard of us trying to solve the issue of the ringing. And I hold out this badge of the Silver Sentinels. There you go. <laughs> um, and I just show it out there. Like, it has some kind of, it, it has like this this fake signature of what's his name on there. On Bradley. Yeah. Yes. And as soon as they take a look at it, Tarush just goes Zoop! and like at pretending like he's doing a magic trick, he just makes it disappear again. <laughs> <laughs> so for the sake of this, uh, Crowen, uh, you go ahead and make a deception check for me. Um, and Olam, Tarush, both of you can aid. Wait. However, because uh, a certain... Uh, token was given the DC is quite a bit lower this time around. Yes. I didn't roll very high, guys. That's fair. No, I did. Okay, I got an 8 in total. 8 total. Oof. I have a 22 total, so I think that's a plus 1 that's, for you. That's a plus 1? Got an 18. 18? Alright, so that's a 9 total. So the token does like put all of the guards at ease and you can see that the way that they're holding their spears they were holding them in both hands but now all of them are like putting them aside their shoulders droop down a little bit 
Alright. Well, thank you for jumping in where we weren't in the neighborhood, but still though, the captain has given you orders. How come you were at this breaking and entering? And you said a wizard? A wizard was among the scum? No, the wizard was chasing away the scum. The wizard was chasing away the scum. Did the wizard come out of the house as well? Not sure. Maybe you should check. <laughs> He's like what? so stone-faced. I love it. Go ahead. Go ahead and make an intimidation check for me. Huh? Um, nineteen. He is taken aback a little bit by this, and he guard swallows for a moment. Well, yes, of course, we were we were about to. Where did the wizard go? You said. We chased the fish when he got out of the, 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 the door. We don't know where the wizard went. Fair enough. Look, you're obviously contracted by the captain, so if you would be so kind to take this piece to him for interrogation, then we will see if we can find this uh, wizard. Thank you for your time. Uh, good luck. And the guards seem to be uh, okay with all of this. And uh, leave you be. Thank you. Go. Alright, so. As all of this... Ooh, Amunra, thank you so much for the bits. Thank you. Beats. Um, As all of this is going on, Edge, you just bolted away. And eventually you take a look around. And you are all... Well, you're not alone. It's a big, vast city with a lot of people. But none of your party members are with you. So what that that was exactly what I was trying to do. <laughs> All right, so what would you like to do? Um uh do I see a tree or foliage of a tree nearby where I can kind of sit for a minute? Sure enough, yeah. Without I'm going to take out the book. Oh. And read it. Alright, so Edge is going to be away from the party and is just going to... Just until I feel like things have died down and then I'll go back sure. to the lake house. Sure, fair enough. Alright. So, uh, it seems that the rest of the party can now sigh a sigh of relief for a moment as the guards have uh, let you be for the time being. As they are uh, trying to uh, follow up on this wizard that was um, trying to get away. I don't know. Yeah, crazy. I mean, where would you find a wizard? Yeah, I don't know, man. So, um, I have a question. Um, I don't remember if we actually, if you actually told us what language the scum were speaking last session. Uh, I don't believe that any one of you understood the language. Well, but do uh, I? Oh, excuse me. Yeah, indeed. Uh, well, the the language was Aquan. Okay. No. And, and and I do believe that none of you spoke that language. No. But we do and know right there's now, a language called Aquan, so we probably can guess that this well, technically Aquan. technically all of you don't know that that's the language that he was. Speaking. Now you mentioned it before when we were uh, letting the sigil getting investigated by the guy. Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah, that's fair. No. The language of the uh, the spell that you found, indeed. Yeah, yeah I was uh, just checking because I speak. Uh, like nine languages. A shit. Nine? This is one of the yeah. This is this happens wizards. to be one of the ones I didn't choose. What? <laughs> wizards. Yeah. That's even more than my Duolingo list. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So, still though, 
Dark alleyway, unconscious body of a fish person. What do you do? Perhaps. We know this creature comes from the sewers. Ola, perhaps we should inform you of what has happened. Yes, please. We, these creatures You came. do so. Yeah, so we, we inform her. Have you seen the last session? Have you? Don't put me on the spot, man. <laughs> I had Don't a really busy go. week, okay? <laughs> okay, so in short, we found these monsters, you know, in, in this abandoned house and um, three of them total, and one of them escaped through the sewers into the, you know, the latrine, the toilet, the medieval version, I don't know. And um, we were unable to catch it. So we know it came from there, at least. That's that's the general idea. The entirety of Farwater is, for the gigantic city that it is, uh, fairly neat and clean, and one of the main reasons is that it has a very large, very complicated sewer network running through underneath the entirety of the city, which is kept uh, nice and tidy by the use of some druidic water-manipulating magics. Fancy. So, um, and it is like, what, midday-ish? Right now you guys are like at the, yeah, midday, somewhere around that. All of this happened during the morning. We know they come from the sewers. Uh, one of our next stops would be was to be the entrance to the sewers, no? Also got a new lead. Apparently there is a bard giving lessons to people at the same time the plague began. Ah. Maybe you want to ask our, the high host about it. He seems to know a lot of, about bards. That sounds like a good beginning, uh, especially because it's either death or going into the sewers, and this is just a bit more hygienic. Yes, I I also like that plan more than... Sewers have a lot of water running there, right? Yes. Okay, then let's go to that high person. Then, what will we do with this creature? I have a plan growing. Absolutely. I'm waiting here. Tie. And he looks at Olam for a moment as if having some kind of inside joke. Perhaps if we tie a ball of yarn to the, to the scrum's feet, one of its feet, and simply let it escape into the sewers. These creatures are... They did not seem intelligent. Perhaps it won't feel it. Perhaps it will take the opportunity to run home, and we can simply follow the string. So if if you have yarn, you should tell me first of all. <laughs> and uh, if you're going to use it on on him, I, I'm not sure if that's going to work. No, but we can try. But I'm not sure. I rather uh, for, I rather you uh, give it back to your authorities, and if they wish to uh, use it as a guide later on, or let them escape, let them decide so. But I do not believe a string of yarn is enough to keep able to keep track of it in the sewers, where it would swim in current running water. Why not? The yarn legends, might wash away. There are many legends of yarn being used for mazes, labyrinths, 
I believe those labyrinths were not water labyrinths. So, DM, is mm -hmm. Yawn susceptible to water? Is Yarn susceptible to water? Does it take water damage? Well, uh, first off, go ahead and make me just a straight-up intelligence check, Tosh. It could probably absorb water, but it doesn't take damage, I believe. It uh, could be stuck by a boulder or something. Not really good to use water on your yarn, though. It really will break soon. Like, really soon. Break. Mm, that's a 10 plus 4. 14. 14? Alright, so yarn is just not a sturdy material. Like, you can break yarn like this if it will uh, get stuck uh, behind a rock or anything. It's, there's a good mm. chance that it gets broken. But next to that, while these creatures aren't intelligent, they're intelligent enough to create tools. And if you tie a piece of string on any animal, it'll notice quite quickly. And I was those really enthusiastic about this plan, yeah, but this like, makes like sense. You could, you, could, you could still get it done, but then you probably want to like tie it on its scale mill on the back, so it like doesn't really know or notice where it is. And with that, you could perhaps use it as like a, a visual aid to basically track it, like to run after it, so to speak, but to have it actually find like a entrance into the sewer system, who knows how many feet away, and then track it through the sewer system, that would be a little bit of... Uh, you you need a lot of luck for Perhaps... all the yarn to survive. I have two points. Perhaps not. Yeah. I, we can do two things. Either we need something small but magical, or does any of you carry anything like a perfume? Uh, well. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Yes. So, what stands out more in a sewer than something smelling nice? If we just cover him in perfume, <laughs> then we'll always be able to find him. Or, or we give him something small but magical, and then we can detect magic kind of like radar in. I do not believe that detect magic spell would have enough range for that unless we would stay on it at all times right yeah it's gonna be a, a bit of a search but once we get close we know that we're getting close what we could also do is hire the help of the you know, union circle or the sentinels maybe they also have mages to put a tra magical tracker on him which would make it easier to know where he's going yes crowen i like your thinking I like that one too. It's like it's like the plan that I had, but better. I would say then, we do as Crowen suggested, and for now, we hand this beast over to the custody of the Silver Sentinels while we investigate the Bard. Yes. Yeah, sounds like a plan. And where did Edge go? I don't. I do not know. But they were mean to me anyway, so. <laughs> so I do not mind. They are also mean to me in chat. Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not the artifact. You can't break the fourth wall. Better hair flip. <laughs> Deserved. <laughs> oh, very well. Let us do this then. And I shall use the message spell to inform Edge of our next destination. 
The message spell has a range of but a few dozen feet, I believe. Oh, I'm mixing it up with the other spell. Yeah, yeah sending it. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude, you're level one. You need to get like to, to level seven or eight, I think, to be able to cast sending. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Dude, the, the magic to just like snap in your fingers and have someone anywhere on the freaking plane or anywhere in the multiverse basically hear a message from you. Yeah, that, that's that's higher level magic. That's fair. That's fair. Well, that's what I get for reaching above my state. Um, well, <laughs> I yeah, no one knows where Edge is. <laughs> Moving on, I guess. Um, how do we want to do that? Yeah, so, just drag the fish. Well, we don't know where the bard is, right? Yeah, but we need first deliver the fish and then go to the high host and then go to the bard, maybe. Yeah, so we'll probably meet up with Edge there anyway. Well, yeah, the, the Silver thing. Sentinels are here. We can just hand it off to them and you can do your shouting thing again and I save us I some time. I think he expressly told us to deliver it, deliver it ourselves, so... I'm not going to push my luck there. It's a large city. You can easily walk a couple of uh, minutes to find other guards that you can basically try the same thing with. With the okay, uh, that's what we're going to try then. Yeah. All right. So for the for the sake of uh, expedience, go ahead and make me an intimidation check, real quick, Ron. Can I also try to nicely ask. That's also. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well. Uh, well. How would you like to proceed? Like, if you're going to do the same tactics as before, that would be again an intimidation check. But if you want to do. Uh, basically anyway. said. Uh... We are uh, we are hired by Quintessent Quintessent, yeah? yes. Quintessent to investigate the ringing. While we were while on an investigation, we found um, this fish people, uh, this fish person, this fish, this gum that might be linked it's to it. We would cum. like you to bring it to a prison or whatever, a holding cell, and you can do with it what you want. But we need to go on with our investigation elsewhere. Very well. In that case, go ahead and make a diplomacy check for me. Ah! Ten. And people can try to aid him, by the way. No? Uh, what, what thing yeah, was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, I guess Charlie will... No, no, you can too. Diplomacy? Probably better. No, you should do it. Diplomacy. Diplomacy. No. Uh, nine <laughs> total. Alright, so it's actually a minus one. It's actually a minus one. A seventeen? 17, no. No, I'm sorry. Wait, can, can we all aid him? Yeah, yes. You can, you can all try. Oh, well, that's a 10. It's a 10. All right. So <laughs> so just a minus one because your party is aiding you. <laughs> How <welcome>. swell. <laughs> so um, as you eventually find some guards and uh, try them to take the scum with them, you see a little bit of a glinter in their eyes and all of the guards just stand there and say yeah i'm afraid i'm afraid you'll have to come with us as we deliver this scum to the uh silver citadel if you'll follow me please very well i um, just said we were on important business we do not have time for this scum i'm afraid do that your job I'm afraid that I have no orders or information about a group of adventurers being hired and you are walking around with an unconscious body. I will have the lieutenant or the captain himself, he has time, figure all of this out. If you follow me, please. Okay, you know you're wasting your captain's time at the moment, right? Yeah, 
that's basically I'm gonna try and intimidate the chicks that okay, so then you can explain to your captain where you lost valuable time for some stupid reason and maybe make cost the lives on one or more one or more citizens because we couldn't do our job because of you. Yeah, I mean we have time, like Tarouche, Crone, yeah we have time, we can come with, but Gentlemen, you're gonna yes. waste your captain's time. So let let's go. Let's go to the captain. Gentlemen. He's probably oh. busy, right? Very busy. Gentle beings, <laughs> how about a compromise? Uh, myself and um, Olam, we will oh, yes. go with the gods. Um, and Jack, Crowen, you go and uh, find out uh, more about our newest lead. And we will meet no, you there. No, I think, I think we will need all of you. Yes, so okay, now I am then. also angry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I use an insight to see if he's, if he's actually not trying something not kosher or something because it seems a bit suspicious as he wants all of us okay. to come in okay so you have no credentials yeah. except for a sign of the guards that you could possibly have stolen from somewhere and you walk up to a random guard with an unconscious body you realize that this situation is probably not so kosher from your end yeah Okay. I am certain Olam doesn't realize this, no, so you know. <laughs> but then, then the captain—we signed a contract to the captain, so we have no proof that we're affiliated with the with the guard whatsoever. You have you have the sign, indeed. That's about it. And but that's if you not walk enough. Up, but if you walk sign. up to someone, but if you walk up to someone with an unconscious body, like you, you are a cop, yeah. and you walk up to another cop with an unconscious body, and you just say, "Hey, take care of this for me." Yeah, well, not you. It, it Do makes you sense. No, <laughs> this is America. Let's fight. No, but like, I, I mean, this, I, I agree. So let, let's, let's, yeah, let's get it over with because okay, I, it makes sense. And um, you know, it's a good chance to update the captain on our progress and actually, like, maybe get a little upgrade on that on those credentials specifically due to this situation, right? You're yeah. gonna be and like, hey, we have to waste time now. Give us, like, I don't know, like a big scroll that says free entry to all treasuries. By the way, pan over to Edge, who was just sitting on a bench, like, with a <laughs> small little bird, like, packing up some breadcrumbs next to them, and just... Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. So... My monkey fleeing my hair, which feels really nice. So, yeah, the rest of you have a, a little bit of a flashback to yesterday when you guys were also apprehended by the Silver Sentinels, um, as all of you are led all the way back to the Silver Citadel. Uh, there you are pushed down uh, somewhat familiar staircases until eventually this one guard walks away for a moment and then comes back and a little bit flabbergasted says, it seems that the captain does have time for all of you. If you'll follow me, and you are this time led all the way to the top to uh, one of the most prestigious offices that the Silver Citadel has to offer. As a door opens up, and this time you have a large interior of a large, what seems to be a war table, like uh, completely uh, carved out of a uh, beautiful natural stonework, you see the entirety of the layout of the city with different uh, like minis, if you will, at different locations indicating certain problems, certain 
house of criminality and some sort. Um, the chamber itself being like 30 by 40 feet wide, different bookshelves lined different sides, and a large, beautiful desk uh, carved out of what seems to be silver, but it's probably not real silver. And at all the four corners, you have these beautiful silver unicorns just perch up. And you see this time, without his armor, uh, the guard, Captain Bradley, uh, just sitting there, writing some certain documents, and just says, Thank you, Private, that will be all. Thank and he beckons you. all of you to come forward. Thank you so much for receiving us once more, Captain. Hi. Morning. This was not when I had in mind when I set all of you out to do some investigating. Oh. Well, neither did we, sir, but it, it kind of just happened like this. It was a matter of self-defense, but one that I believe will bring us this much closer to solving this mystery. Look, there is one thing that has made all of this very, very clear to me. I have been looking for signs of whatever the ringing might be, whatever this plague might be, for a couple of months now, and came up empty-handed. And within a day, all of you dragged the first very clue into my office. Thus, we deserve some praise, no? Instead, I hear only irritation and complaining in my, your voice, Captain. My yes, irritation and... is twofold. It is not just because of you. But if after all this time, my men come up empty-handed and you find results in but a single day, those points follow towards that someone within my ranks is working against me. Oh, uh, before we go on, I'm sorry, sir, but um, maybe if you, uh, before I forget to ask, give us something that explains that we are working for you, because uh, it, it takes time if we have to go to you every time we, we do something like this. I thought it was clear also... when I contracted all of you that you guys were supposed to be inconspicuous, Oh, not... What, what is it? Not throwing unconscious bodies in front of the guards. We are not going to do that every time, but if it happens, it happens. No, no times. Oh. What would well, you that's have not had a problem us of us. That, that's a problem of the scrum. You, you seem to have an infestation in your city, sir. All right. One thing at a time. Firstly, yes, we have a scum infestation. It has been known for a long time, but they have also always been dormant, just staying to the sewers, scavenging or whatever it is that they eat down there. We don't see them above ground all that often, and that indeed is a clue, if you will. Second, I need to come clean with all of you. You are not contracted in a way that I might have been um, telling you you were. You are contracted within the Empire, yes. But I already had my suspicions that there were people within the Silver Sentinels that weren't kosher, so... 
I couldn't risk them knowing that you guys were on our payroll. Look, I need you to do this job discreetly. Can you do that? <laughs> this is amazing. Love this. Absolutely, Captain. But our pay, our salary, will be increased double. Yeah, I mean, no problem on my end, but uh, a private detective does earn a bit more than a, a god. Go ahead and make a diplomacy check, Tarush, and Jack, go ahead and try and aid him with that. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude, it's like a whole little secret layer on there. Nah, it's gonna <laughs> take a lot more money to keep us discreet. Like, we're a party of colorful, 11. loud people. <laughs> what? It takes no. a lot of money to keep us silent. Um, that is a 13 plus 6, 19. 19. Jack? 20%. Oh, I, I rolled an 11. Yeah, <laughs> so, so that's, that's just a 19. Also, yeah. Alright. Bradley, Bradley sighs and just goes, 20%. 30. 25. Very well. A 25 increase, 25% increase of our pay will be acceptable. And... And this will be the last clue that's being dragged in here by the other guards. Yes? Very well. We shall get to the bottom of this without any further involvement of your personnel. Look, I... not just my personnel. I don't know how far or how deep all of this goes. Yes, we have the same suspicion and have had it for several hours now. Perhaps... Right. All of this happened in a day. <clears throat> perhaps you could inform us. Have there been any um, troublemakers from my from among my colleagues recently? The Cerulean Circle. And any... I said that there weren't any clues. I'm afraid that I was not keeping anything from you. There have been some troublemakers, yes, but all of them have been investigated. Still, could you... For, to make sure that everything went well, give us a list, regardless. A list of troublemakers from the Cerulean Circle? Yes, we um we are staying at the, what is it called again? The. The 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 temple. The lake house. And you're not there. Shut up. <laughs> I I I heard a little birdie say it's lake house. Ooh. Lake house. We are staying at the lake house. If you would be so kind to have pigeon. a list delivered, anyone with the with magical means that might carry a bit of rancor with them, I'll see what I can do. Excellent. Now then. About this scum that is in my dungeons now. Look, I can't do a lot except letting it loose back on the waters eventually. Excellent. Might we have, by, by this day's dusk, 
have a bit more alone time with it before you let it loose. We have one more clue. Remember the the page we had torn from your um, maddened employee earlier? I do indeed. Turns out it is in some way it might be related in language to whatever that critter speaks. Thusly, we have reason to believe, especially now that we have found the scum at a scene of the crime of the ringing, we have reason to believe they're connected. Thus, we would like to release the scum and follow it back to its hideout, where we will either find more clues or slaughter a nest of them. Either way, we'll do the city a favor. Fair enough. I'll see to it that at dusk the scum is released. Excellent. If you make sure that you are present. Do you have any tra kind of tracking device to make sure we do not lose lose it? A would not you know. may have a scroll of divination of scrying available to you as a silver sentinel that we could well, um Lend, with the borrow. with the hundred gold pieces that has been provided to you, you should surely be able to buy your own. Um, and I'm I'm not sure if my party knows something for this, but uh, do you have uh, something that we can use to uh, understand what he is saying? I am paying you dozens of gold pieces out of my own pocket. All different expenses that you make along the way are your own. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm not sure if you under. I don't. I don't know of anything we can use to understand them. But if you know, we well, we can do you have resources. To cats that... It will be fine. Thank you, Captain. Olam, we will get to this, Jack. Okay. I believe now, we have done what me, we can. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to figure out if this headache that I got is from you or from some magical curse. Where should we meet for the um, release into the wild? Just knock on the doors of the Silver Citadel. My people will know that you are here and why. Excellent. Thank you so much, Captain. And may the gods smile upon you as much as they do upon us today. Shall we? Yes. Yes, I hope so. Just uh, a question for the DM. We talked mm -hmm. to the captain and not quintessence, right? Or was that quintessence? That is the guard captain. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So with that, goddamn, this has been the most chaotic first hour of a session ever, I feel like. But all of you uh, eventually leave the Silver Citadel once again. Uh, this time around, it will be a little bit later uh, in the afternoon. Um, I would say right now, with all of the chaos, yeah, I'd say it's about dinner time. All right, so in the meantime, guys, I'll follow you around, but I'm going to look up uh, the prices for some of the items we will want. Yeah, so, I don't know. A lot of those spell scrolls are... Uh, no, I know that a portion of being able to speak languages, that is within our pay reach. I, I do know that. Um, but only for uh, is it speaking or reading also? Speaking, know. yeah, specifically speaking, I think. But I'll I'll look it up. Uh, 
I'll get to you, but I'll get back to you. So, um, is there anything else that you guys would like to do, or would you all want to head back to the lake house at this moment? Lake house, please, yes. Yeah, I think it's smart to head back to the lake house in this case. Alright, then for the uh, sorry, uh, DM, but have you already received the list we request, the two lists we requested for Syrian Circle? Uh, no, you have not. Okay. Alright, so, for the sake of this, um, as all of you uh, leave this establishment to head back towards the lake house, we will uh, go ahead and take our little break right now and see if we can uh, start over in 15 minutes with uh, fresh concentration. As we continue the investigation onto what the frick is going on, so, for now, we will uh, be taking a short breather, and we'll be back here in 15 minutes. So, see you guys then. Uh, I was totally wrong on that potion. It's 320 gold pieces. Never mind. Ooh, oh, deals mio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see you soon. <laughs> and going into break. Bye, y'all! And welcome back, everyone. So, last we left off, our heroes had uh, quite a weird, chaotic afternoon. As our heroes were investigating the Crystal Plague, as uh, Terush had coined it, or the Ringing, as the locals are calling it, you eventually came upon the house of one of these people that were felled by this disease. And as you investigated the building, you realized that the scum, the fish people that lived in the sewers, had come up to ransack the place. After you had dealt with these creatures and made sure that they didn't take any loot or clues with them back into the sewer system, you still had the um, problem of dealing with the chaos that you brought with you. The building that had been broken in, the unconscious body of one of these fish people. And you decided to just come clean and tell the guards uh, sort of what happened. After you did, however, they didn't really find it all that nice that you just came across the street dragging an unconscious body with you. So uh, they did take you with them to the uh, guards in general to see what the hell was going on where you once again were able to converse with your contractor, the guard captain, Bradley Quintessent, who basically came clean and told him that, okay, so you guys are hired by me, yes, but you're not really guards because I kind of want to keep this on the down low because he has some suspicions that people within his ranks might be, well, being not so kosher with all of this. With that little bit bit of information under your belt, you then got all the way back to the lake house, where you are now just walking in after a hefty day of walking from one end of the city to the other, to realize that Edge is already sitting at a table, tipping away, doing whatever they do. So, as you walk back into the lake house, the large open floor is once again littered with different uh, small round tables and chairs, the high, high ceiling of this uh, circular chamber rises up above you, a cool breeze 
blows through the open door as it pushes you inward and hoo-hoo-hoo, the different hearth fires that this large circular chamber has to offer does give a nice little bit of warmth to get the chill away from you. So, as all of the pack members are once again together, what would you like to do? Sitting at a table and I'm reading my herbalism book, uh, but with the other hand, Nox is just kind of like flat on his back with his with his arms and legs stretched out and I'm just kind of like mindlessly giving him belly rubs. And you have perfected the art of giving Nox belly oh, rubs. Oh yes, he, he's he loves it. <laughs> like you can you can see like his hind leg like go <laughs> <laughs> kicking into the air. Making contributions to the investigation, I see. Tarush says as he sits down uh, across from them. Fuck my dick. Excellent. We have found out something, and I believe our next step might be determined. You are alright, I presume? I'm fine. How how are you guys doing? Was was going to the guards after coming out of a house with bags of fucking loot a good idea or did that bite you in the ass? We we are getting more money now, so that's good, right? Yes. I suppose. We have negotiated a 25% pay increase of our contract, in fact. So Congratulations, your ego must be so pleased. Oh, my ego had very little to do with this. Only my, uh, suave tongue. Regardless. By the way, when Edge levels up, every time Edge makes a burn, Nox is going to be like, oh, in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to teach him to say burn for just these occasions. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like it already. Um... Wanted to ask the high host about a certain bard of the name of I forget Terush. Do you have the paper here still? Um, yes, we have uh, multiple writings. In fact, let me go through them. I start rummaging through the uh, writings of Nissa No Name. Um, and as you do, you eventually come by indeed the name that uh, she noted multiple times in her journal as you shove the piece of paper forward and point towards it so all can see in the deed uh, that it says Yeni Carpenter. Apparently this Yeni had something to do with teaching Nissa about these uh, malignant spells. At which moment, Tarush, you uh, instinctively perch up for a moment and realize what is going on. Uh, you have had these uh, sort of messages being implanted into your brain some couple of times before. Uh, when you are a large guild such as the Cerulean Circle, you have many magical means at your disposal, as is the telepathic communication of certain sorts of information that you had asked for before. So, uh, knowing that this message will only pass once, you quickly grab a piece of paper and begin to write along as if someone is passing you this information via Morse code. Um, you hear some sort of um, voice in your head that you do not know, but you do instinctively, because of this magic, you like who this person is. And you realize it's just some clerk at the Cerulean Circle. 
Um, and the message, which is also uh, depicted in the uh, battle map, by the way, for now, is uh, as follows. Now follows, per sending spell, the list of people as per your request. Number one, Kirin Duskrider, Gnome. Reason, early retirement. Number two, Erevan Othelin, High Elf. Reason, quits. New work in private sector, benefactors unknown. Three, Lyra Dracos, High Harthian. Reason, quit. Reason unknown. Very well. Um, sorry for blanking out there. We... It seems we have three, three new names to add to our list. My colleagues at the Circle sent this to me. Which one? We asked for two lists, to be exact. Uh, these would be, I presume, the people that have recently departed from the Cerulean Circle. Yeah, but from which... Uh, was it from the Lyra, or was it from our uh, mage? Alpha? The mage. Specifically, yes. I believe the receptionist would uh, uh, use more mundane means to get the list to us. Presumably. So which one of these three should we look further into? I mean, quitting because you're going to work for somebody else seems kind of normal. Early retirement maybe as well. Maybe a bit strange, but it could be. It could work. The last name sounds interesting, but uh, reason unknown well we can we can go uh, to all of them right as long as we don't go to the sewer it's I'm I'm fine I think we should prioritize see, looking at into Jenny Copter because we already have a, a reason to link her to the ringing so I think it would be the wisest course of action to ask around about her here. I agree. Oh, Edge, um, perhaps we should also update you on one more thing. The scum will be released um, at dusk. We intend to acquire means of tracking it and follow it back to its hideout, so I'm afraid Olam, um, I do think we will have to journey into the sewers if you well we don't know yet for sure maybe he's going to the the temple thing we haven't talked about yet what temple thing well the ba bahamut temple mm. uh we we did i did some research when we were here you know when when you took that book um because uh, we uh, we were looking at when it all started and uh, what of that that what we found the uh, uh, lots of people that live like more in the in the lower circle in the slums go, in the slums go to the Bahamut temple. Uh, it's the and... Saint Timian's Hospice that we talked about yes. with uh, the. Uh, captain person that's where uh, most of them got help yeah but so i don't maybe think, that's a thing i don't think a, a scum like this uh, goes to a temple well you know maybe maybe he, he is from the 
there and he helps around there and in his free time he goes to the sewer but not when he's he just got out because you don't go free time if you just got out that's stupid right no perhaps what? The why gods... don't you want to go into the sewers olam i am not really that uh, that happy around uh, lots of water not my thing you know well, there, there, there shouldn't be too much water down in the sewers. It's not like a river or something where you can easily drown or, or get swept away by a current. Weren't they talking about druid magic uh, flowing uh, around water? You don't know how that's going. Maybe it's like uh, some kind of cloud thing going at your face. I don't like that. Are you all what? I'll tell you what, when we go down into the sewer, I will tie you to me with a rope, and if you go under, I will pull you back up. People that are trained in society, go ahead and make me a society check real quick. Am I? I don't think I am. Whoa, I'm trained. Eight. Eight. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. All right. Darush, you know for a fact um, the, the sewer system of Farwater is... It's quite a marvel of, like, ingenuity and civilization as a whole to keep, like, this gigantic amount of people, um, like, clean due to a, a well-provided uh, sewer system is a marvel in and of itself. And as such, it's quite known how this marvel exactly works. It is a vast network of all different kinds of tunnels. Uh, so there are indeed places where, uh, like, thin uh, tubing is just there to let water pass, but there are also um, a large amount of places where the sewer system is basically that you have, like, water in the middle with walkways on either side, because you have the, uh, the waterworks, the, the water plant, that has uh, in their service a uh, group of people that walk those waterways to make sure that everything is repaired, maintained, and the like. So you know for a fact that it's easily to just walk into the sewers. I... Olam... How are your olfactory senses? My what? Small words! Your smell! Oh. Do you smell well? I... Well, I don't know if it's like... a special well, but... maybe... I think you are uh, better off worrying about that than the water. Well, but if I get into the water or I get dirty, you guys are going to help me get clean. Because it's a lot of work. I don't know if you see how much fur things I have on me. It's a lot. It'll be no fine. problem. I will we'll just get those. Excuse you! <laughs> what is a hose? Yeah, do they, do they have hoses? I don't know, I just... Uh, Y'all are just looking at me like baffled, like... Yeah. Hose. What is a, hose? a what now? Like, back in my... <laughs> back in our town, we have this big construction that holds water, and because it holds water on a higher point, there's some pressure, so we use this thing called a hose to... Uh, to let the water flow in the direction that we want. Sounds like a magic. All of you have heard of hose, and, and sometimes fluids are involved, but not in this manner. Hose. <laughs> <laughs> I love Crystal enjoying this. 
I have a really good sense of humor, okay? <laughs> I ain't judging, I'm enjoying. <laughs> Very well. Um, we'll just hope the gods are with you, Olam, and will not take us to the sewers. Well, my god is with me. Apologies. She is. Oh, she is. She. She. Yes. Apologies. Okay. I'm sure she is. Yes. Um, one one thing though, uh, that you guys uh, should know, is that if indeed the scum is released at dusk, all of you have not had a long rest. Yeah. So you still have uh, your current spells and your current hit points. So Crowen, you are still at one hit point during all of this. Can we take a short rest? Yeah, maybe, but maybe that do this in the morning. That's not a thing in Pathfinder. That's no, not a thing in Pathfinder. <laughs> yeah, but you you have medicine. Um, yeah, so, so, so if you, you go look up the get fixed up. <laughs> that was beautiful, um, Vincent. If you look so if up you the... want. <laughs> If you look up the medicine skill, uh, Vincent, uh, you're going to find an application to uh, heal yeah. us in a relatively short amount of time, because I also still have some damage. I'm at HAP. But, but uh, the, HP. The, the spell thing is very important here. Um, I probably need a long rest to get my spells back. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to have time until the scum releases, though. Yeah, however, I, I actually only used one big spell, and it was to animate that. Oh no, and uh, Contra Animal, but I can do that again. So I still have two spells and like a, a heap of cantrips. Like it, it can be just a scouting mission, right? We can always like find a location, get out, and come back the next day. Uh, it Like if worse I think comes it, worse. I think I will be fine. I still have two out of the four spells that I had. So. Yeah, and Olam and Edge still have a lot of fighting in them. So but I, I do think it's wishful thinking if you think it's really just a scouting mission, because I don't think that's... Like, it's us. That's fair. Yeah. And it's Bouter. <laughs> Look at that face. I mean, he's not going <laughs> to just let us scout something into the sewers and he's not run into an he's, encounter. He's looking no, at well, his map of the sewers and, like, every <laughs> red dot being a trap, and it's, like, filled. <laughs> Like if you if you zoom out of the sewer system, you can see that the entire structure is like a skull and bones. <laughs> the entire sewer system is a final boss. It's but like, just not, not even the the things in it. No, the sewer system itself is a boss. Nice. Okay. But uh, mechanically speaking, does anyone else here uh, know how to treat wounds? I'm not skilled in it, but I. Did live by myself in the wilderness for a while, so I'll probably be able to help you. I. I What's your medicine I skill field uh, specifically? If you're trained, you cannot treat wounds unless you're trained. That is basically the rules. Yeah, you I, need to be... I am trained in medicine. Okay, cool. So you're at least as well as good as I am in. So what are your medicine. What are your bonuses to the medicine check? Skill. Plus three only, right? Plus five for me. Plus five. Okay. Minus one. A. You could also, just throwing it out there, like go to someone and pay them to heal you. Uh, I, think, vast city. I think we, we, we could just take him. Uh, I, I have faith in Jack and his 50% chance to heal me correctly. 
Right. I think we could take an hour to have Jack try to heal me if he wants to. I yeah. think so... the high host might be able to do some healing spells. Oh. oh well, I mean, yeah. You slept with him, at least he can help us with that, right? Yeah, he can definitely I'm, I'm not... suck you off for some extra HP. I'm not sarcastic here, but at. like you're in his favor now, right? So Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I'll, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, like, see, yeah. Like, if someone I slept with comes up to me like, hey, could I have some food? I'm not going to be like, well, you better pay me. You know? <laughs> Same with him and healing, I hope. I'll see I'll see if I can hope. find the high host. Doesn't it kind of make you a hooker if you just go up to someone? Yeah, but I gave you sex, so now you're going to do this for free. It's like... Yeah, no, the sex was just because it was fun. And it's, he was blue, because... and I'd never had blue before. It's a happy interpersonal relationship, I hope. Either way, I I, I, I think way, it has a great idea. Edge. By the way, Edge, you have had intimate relationship with, with this uh, person. Go ahead and make a nature check for me real quick. <laughs> oh, <God>. I don't <laughs> know why, but I'm thinking his STI. Dick was blue. Well, well his, his dick was blue, yes, but... Oh, that's a natural 18. Oh. Uh, minus one. It, it took you. It took you a while to figure out what the fuck this person is, uh, because he is indeed blue, but he didn't have horns like you. He wasn't a drow. No, no, no. You, you've heard of these people. Uh, some people are touched by one of the elemental planes. He is a water ganasi. Ooh. He, he speaks the language. <laughs> the fish people language. Uh, the fish people language. I'll just. I'll. I'll see if I can find him, and if I can find him, I'll gesture. Edge, the wooden chair. Uh, is pushed back as you step up you take one last swig of your canister of mead and you begin to look around and you can see that uh, like 20-30 feet away from you you see the high host as he had pulled up a chair next to a couple of other patrons where he is just sitting there uh, like cup in hand one hand wildly gesturing like clinking with the patrons one hand on the shoulder this other time he's just having a good time the rest of them are talking with them <laughs> no 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 really and uh you walk up to him is yeah is he frozen oh no i was just like do i do i whistle you know like getting a dog to heal but he works here that would be disrespectful so yeah i'll walk over to him and I will just kind of, uh, um, like, slide my hand down his cheek and say, Can I borrow you for a moment? Oh, oh my. Edge, good evening. Um, these are my friends, but sure. What can I help Give you with? Give his friends a little nod. Um, one of my friends is a little bit hurt. I was wondering if you or somebody who works for you has any healing spells that we might use for the moment. We have some things we need to take care of tonight. Ah, uh, of course. The Lady of Wanderers knows that a lot of people on the road get injured now and then. We have some magic at our disposal, although we keep it under lock and key, so to speak, for those in need. But uh, I still have some uh, higher spheres of influence at the ready if you need something. Um, who of your companions is... Injured. Oh, oh, oh god. Um, so, uh, there will be a price, however, to pay. Of course. Do understand. Of course. Well, I'll just add it to your tab. Uh, uh, Crowen. Oh, sorry, you wanted to say something? Uh... Yeah, Crowen is gonna try to, um, to heal himself for 10 minutes, see if he can 
get to get to get, so sure. he doesn't need a major spell, but just <laughs> light spell to heal him. Fair enough. Go ahead and make me a medicine check. <gasps> Use every opportunity to skimp on the costs here. 17, I mean, so I think it's success. It's a simple success, I guess. Yeah. Nice. All right. So you do indeed heal, and let me just get it up. A success is two d eight hit points. Yeah. A one. And one. <laughs> I mean, he's just difficult. wrapping bandages around his head. <laughs> well, no, it was a, it was a success. It's just that, like, okay, so I have this one bandage, and I have sixteen holes. Like, how do I put the bandage that it covers the most amount of holes? It's difficult, man. It's difficult. Yeah, but, it's not um, easy being me. Yeah, no, but but still though, like you you are bandaged up uh, quite a bit, and uh, it goes along smoothly. Although it is difficult to do it on your own person, uh, and then Zarel just uh, walks up and says, um, "Crowen, I heard that you might want a hand. Is the game yes. you lend you mine? Please go ahead. Oh, well." Uh, let's see here, and he just begins to inspect you for a moment. Uh, by the way, how are the rest of you on hit points? Uh, I'm at 8 out of 14. 8 out of 14? Olam? I'm like, full. Alright, so, yeah, so only... Okay, so, so probably, uh, Tarush, you want a, uh, a healing spell as well? Again, this will cost all of you, so... Uh, yeah, what, what's roughly the price? Um... Go ahead and make a straight-up intelligence check to see if you can figure out what the price normally would be. 21, okay. 21? Yeah. Uh, that would probably be for, like, a simple healing spell such as this, like, two gold pieces a spell. Oh, fine. So we're in that vicinity. And that would be normal prices, so perhaps because you have edge at your disposal that would be a little bit lower. Uh, nah, I'll, I'll, well, yes. Let's we start. have so much platinum. Yeah, okay, sure. Sure. Like you have, you have, you you basically got a hundred gold pieces. It's always yeah. easier to just count in gold pieces because not add it to the tap. Yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. Then skedil, skedaddle. No, uh, Zarel walks up and um, a little bit like like Avatar: The Last Airbender. He uh, gets his hands like on both sides of Crowen and almost like as a good physician as he is like uh, doing some chiropractics. He just exhales for a moment and you see. Water just apparate from his hands and begin to wash over you, Crowen. And it is like the perfect body temperature. And everywhere it goes, like all the stinging that the different wounds had just is washed away. And eventually your clothes are still dry, as if by the use of some sort of um, uh, predation spell. Like all the fluids are just dripping away from your armor on the ground. And as you touch yourself, all wounds are closed begin to like move about a little bit you're you're still sore like it's early closure of wounds but you have all your hit points back he then takes a couple of steps over to tarush inspects you a little bit puts his hands on different places because your wounds are in different places and then just exhales once again the water flows from one hand to the other drips away from your breastplate and all your wounds are healed oh much better there we go Gotta say, though, this does take the wind out of you, so do have a hearty meal before you go on adventuring. Um, anything else? Um, well, since you were so, uh, straightforward in 
telling us our needs. We'll have a hearty meal then. And also, if you if you can, can you tell us about Jenny Carpenter? Jenny Carpenter. Mm. It's supposed to be a bar that gave lessons to Nissa. Hmm. Right Indeed. before Nissa disappeared, if you catch our drift. The name doesn't ring a bell specifically, but then again, if she does have this Yenny has any ill will, then it would be best for her to stay far away from the lake house. Although I did hear that Nissa sometimes went out towards the large park in the uh, lower pedal district, I believe. To play and to like experiment with certain people. It's the only place that comes to mind, really, so perhaps Yenny could be fine over there. That seems like a good place to start. Lower Paddle District. Hmm. Very well. It has the Pedal Park. It's the largest park in the entire city. Beautiful place for a little bit of exercise as well, if you are so inclined. We uh, appreciate the information. Of course. Um, then, uh, After I've given you this information, though, and at this point he grabs a chair and does take a short moment to sit with you. How goes the investigation? What what did you find at Nissa's place, if I may so ask? Well, I'd love to tell you in return for uh, some free meals, then. Satisfy your curiosity. Uh, go ahead and make a diplomacy check. Darusha Tuskate. 19. I should have expected nothing less from a businessman such as a silver dragon as yourself. The meals are on the house. You are a gentleman and a scholarly bard. Uh, your tab just increased with about eight meals, I think, because of these spells, so let's just call it a um, nice little discount. Appreciate it. Um, With that being said, what did you find? Aquatic creatures. Are we just gonna disclose this information like this? Uh, well, that was a deal. Yeah, and and to be fair, we have been very straightforward with this with this dude so far. Like we have yeah, told him everything. He is still just a, he is a nosy tavern uh, tavern owner. Yeah. It, I, <laughs> Like, isn't it literally his religion to be nosy or something? What like, you what you got? <laughs> I see Crystal nodding and going <laughs> like, no. Bards <laughs> is like, you have to know everything, right? That's the rule. Yes, That's but this, all is, I know. this is a house of a Vandra. I mean, sure, sharing stories is fine, but being nosy... I think Little that's. Bard. I think. I think that's where the the um the keepers of the lost draw the line. Right. Like if you're like, hey, this is too personal, they'll back off. Yeah. And, and it's and your choice what you are willing to share. He he is not. You you get the the feeling that he is just talking about an acquaintance of him. Like yeah. uh, the way he talked before, he knew Nissa. Nissa was one of the bars that he sometimes let play uh, outside in front of his establishment to see if she could make a living for herself. Like as a sort of generosity from his side. Yeah. 
And now she turned up dead. Like he he has his own things to do over here. He's asking. And and Edge assured us that like discretion was a prime thing here last mm. time, and we all yes. decided to to like trust them in that. So, I I say why not? Okay, then uh, go on. I say. Uh, well, for the sake you... of this, do you do we share what all of you know? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Think. Yeah. yeah. So the most scum... we found scum, and that there might be a link with Jenny Carpenter, and that's about it. So the scum are coming above ground. Well, yes. three really stories sure above ground. Not really sure what to make of that, but I do know for a fact that these creatures, these scum, if you will. Hmm. He just gazes over all of you for a moment. I feel you've been forthcoming with me so far. So let me give you this piece of information. I have no idea if this is anything to do with the ringing or the like, but if the scum are coming above ground, you have to know more about these creatures, perhaps. You see, nowadays these scum are just seen as mindless tribalistic warriors who are making their own way in the world. Uh, you have goblins on lands, kobolds worshipping dragons inland, and then you have the scum near the coastlines and under the waves, but it wasn't always so. The stories go that these scum were minions of an old, ancient aquatic race a long time ago. I have no facts to back this up or anything, but if these creatures are coming above ground, who knows? Perhaps they have found a new master. Do you uh, perhaps know if they follow some kind of religion? Not really that I know of. As I said, they are tribalistic, so I believe they do have their own religion of sorts. Theories go that they might still be worshipping those old aquatic gods of theirs in... Mm in the hope that they once might return and lead them. Do you know what language they speak? Um, I believe they speak either Undercommon or Aquan or... The information we found before also linked to Aquan. No, yeah. wait, it is, uh... Algol... Their ancient language is Algolthu. Olgothor. Do you perhaps... We do not know if he would wish to make use of it, but do you perhaps know any discreet people that would be able to uh, speak, read, what have you, this language? Well, of course I know him. He's me. Would you... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just enjoying the Star Wars reference. Gotta push into me. Gotta push into me. Yeah, no. Um, would you... Um... Oh, but I couldn't ask. You have a, a temple to run, no time for adventure. You couldn't ask, no. But perhaps we can come to some sort of arrangement. You I... have been nice patrons of mine for two days straight now. You have at least acquired some of my services 
I've led you into the library, which has, once again, all its books intact. I see in all of you, perhaps, some acquaintances of mine in the making, so to speak. I appreciate it. Well, if you insist, um, what I was thinking was perhaps we have captured one of the scum. We do not understand its, um, its, its brabbly, angry speech. Uh, we intend to release it, follow it back to its, um, hideout, its nests. But, you know, perhaps if um, we could uh, interrogate it beforehand, uh, we might not even require a something of the sort. Hmm? Look, if some scum is sitting in a dungeon right now, I am not going to leave this place and interrogate it for you, if that's what you're asking. But perhaps eventually our relationship can come to such a place. Tell you what, if all of you are going down there anyway, in search of a cure for the ringing, or clues of what all of this might entail, the lake next to the lake house has in it some filth, now and again, that is assumed to come from these sorts of scum. If your travels, perhaps, might find you in the sewer system underneath and close to my establishment, if you could perhaps weed out some of these scum, it would come as a great benefit to the lake house. And with that, as a great benefit to me personally, a benefit that would make me a friend. And friends do a lot of things for each other, now don't we? Wait, wait, we're, we're not friends yet? Let's call ourselves acquaintances for now. Acquaintances. I mean, you have only you have only turned my patrons into dogs for one evening. I mean, I can hardly call that a uh, stable relationship. Well, then uh, next, next time we'll uh, turn them into horses, I believe. <laughs> I look forward to it. Although, that would indeed be a very stable relationship. Oh, oh no! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I passed the ball and... Oh. <laughs> I've never been happier than I am right now. No, but let's see if we can uh, arrange that the pack might also do a, uh, a service to the lake house, at which point the lake house might also do a service to you. That seems like not a big problem. It sounds not like even one, a problem. But, um, and I look at my uh, pack member, the pack members next to me, um, if we're gonna weed out a lot of these scum, then I might need a long rest. Uh, it, it might be handy to have at least two extra spells, but it's going to be hard with the scum that's going to be out yeah. tomorrow morning. We really don't have the time unless we follow him first and then go back and then go there again. But then there's a chance that they won't be there anymore. Or how about you go after the scum and I just take my little skip How will you find rest. us? No, Jack, you will come with us. And you'll enjoy it just as much as we do. Circumstance Moment. will lead us into either combat or... I, I do not think they will move their nest within one night, no? 
At which moment you hear, coming from behind the counter, one barmaid just shouting out, Zarel, we need you over here! And that is my cue. Whatever it may be, the offer is on the table. If you do come to succeed in your assignments, I look forward to hear from you. One thing that is not Hello? on the table is food, where... That's probably where they need him. Yeah, it's a ghost image. Yeah, gasp. <laughs> as as Zorel stands up from the artifact, different small whiffs of green energy <laughs> apparate into all different kinds of puppies that just go walking with him to the bar. Oh well now. Still no stable though. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> as he walks with the puppies. I love and it. And gone for now. He's so cool. Nice. Um Okay, so so um in the meantime um so I, I i i say we have some food um we go and so we we looked up in break time the spell called where are you locate which is a third level spell so we could afford a scroll of locate um in order to try and refind the scum if we lose its tracks i think mm -hmm. relates to that because we already he said dust dust means the fall uh, when the f sun goes down yeah yeah so it's... we have a few hours uh we already had dinner yeah less less than that well yeah so we had some food i i guess in the meantime we can immediately go out and go look for that scroll eventually we just have to find one person that sells it right yeah yeah I can take my food to go. <laughs> for the sake of this, there is uh, one establishment that has a uh, hefty amount of scrolls for those uh, that are able to buy it and are affiliated with the Cerulean Circle. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, so sweet! As a seeker, there there is a whole department within the Cerulean Circle uh, which does the, the applications department, which is making and selling magical items. And as a seeker, you have access to those sellers. Personnel so just... discount. Well, you don't you don't get a discount. You're not that high up yet, but you do have a place where you can just pa uh, pay a couple of gold pieces to get a nice little scroll of locates such as that. Nice. So, expediently, all of you move up to uh, the Swirling Circle offices once more. Walk in. Uh, this time, another. Um, receptionist is there waiting for you to aid you and after you have written a nice little request for a scroll someone walks in the back and eventually after you hand over 30 gold pieces that is yeah so that's six gold pieces from everyone if you have that you still have that crow in as well because i know you spent a lot on that didn't, crowbar didn't we uh, have the party fund yeah I have never I... heard of any party fund in my Ah, life. there we go. Don't pull an arrow. No, 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 no. Don't do it. I, You're I, an I honest have, country boy. I, I do have uh, the, the party funds, and I believe that we have... Oh, your microphone oh, isn't working. Your anymore. microphone dropped out. Uh, I, I'm uh, using push to talk, but it uh, did something weird. Uh, I believe that we have about... What was it? Yeah, we have a lot of gold. We have uh, we have the money. Um, everyone got... twenty gold uh, coins for the crowbar. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure we agreed uh, that we would spread it around. 
No, we were, we agreed that we put it in a party fund. Let's Fair have enough. an hour-long discussion about if we are have a yeah. party fund. Either way, we have <laughs> I the didn't money, write anything down, this personal. Guys, I need you to keep track of one thing, and that is your stuff. I have a world to keep track of, okay? Yeah, Maxime no, that's, is... that's why we put that responsibility on Maxime. Yeah. <laughs> Maxime does yeah. the party fund. I don't want to yeah. think about money in a game. I, I have the party funds, and I have a very clear understanding, especially uh, using a certain program that we're using right now as well. <laughs> However, <laughs> my thought came in the way. Yeah. So... Two. I already spent 20 gold for the crowbar, so sorry yeah. for the misunderstanding. That's fine. It, it, okay. it already came in very handy. So in, in that sense, the, um, the party fund means that everyone gets 20 gold pieces. Uh, so Ave gets 20, Crystal gets what? 20, which is two no, no, platinum. We just, said, we just said we have a party fund, so nobody has money, Maxime has the party fund. Period. Oh, but I really don't trust Maxime with that. But that's your problem. That's Let's go old, on. That's the old <laughs> no, uh, This time I'm uh, very honest. A little bit of metagaming. A little bit of metagaming. What you guys do in character, it might very well be that you guys in character have each a normal pouch of money. But for the sake of playing the game, it's easier perhaps for one person to just keep in tow what the money is and how much the entire party it has. So right now we have uh, 8 GP in total. Plus extras from the loot we got from the Nissa place. That's for you to keep track of. But... Yeah, but that's, I'm I'm saying that to Maxim actually. We'll uh, figure it out. Yeah. Okay. So for now, we at least know that you guys have enough money to buy the scroll locate, which you do, and after which you walk all the way back up to the Silver Citadel. Damn it, you guys have walked a hefty amount of miles to just getting from and back to the Silver Citadel. But hey, it's 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 good, like, exercise, I guess. You eventually find yourselves all the way down there, where a couple of guards are now keeping the scum who still has uh, a set of manacles on, although we will say that, uh, for the sake of this, you, Crone, already have your manacles back. So you don't have to, uh, to buy new ones. And they are just about ready to basically throw the scum back to where it belongs, which is in the sewer system. Which looks very, like, not nice, but it is the place where it lives, so it's the most humane thing to do, I guess. Is there anything you guys would like to do as a uh, bit of, like, preparations? Yeah, I, I want to take a good look at the scum's armor. Um, I just want to really memorize the details for the use of the scroll. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that. Very well. Easily said and done. You take a good look at it and you can see that indeed it's wearing scale mail made from the scales of uh, a assortment of different kinds of fish uh, that are just laced together with what seems to be a mixture of leather threads where they have it and some sort of vines on other places where they are just knitted together. It's a little bit patchwork here and there. Um, it doesn't have its weapon with it anymore. It did have a somewhat tribalistic looking harpoon gun with it, but uh, that has been left long and far away. Um, you guys are right now basically in a hallway which uh, opens up into the sewer system. So you have like a 
roster on the far away wall and all of you are just walking over there as the roster is opened up and you can see that it opens up into a small uh, chasm that eventually after about five feet falls away into like uh, streaming water of the sewer system and as you uh, take a good whiff at it you do indeed smell because the silver citadels are right at the edge of the city um, so there all the human waste comes thrilling all the way into the ocean so there the smell is quite quite rotten um, all of you do uh, wince back at the smell of this for a moment but then you sturdy yourselves and are once again ready the scum is let go it splatters into the water for a moment and then quickly pulls itself on the walkway next to the water it gazes one time further upward and then it just tick, 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 begins to walk further into the sewer system of the city that's swimming it's walking it's walking yeah so basically uh, you guys are on the edge of the city, so all the water is basically coming by at quite a pace to be then uh, deposited into the ocean. It needs to go the other way, so it's not going to swim upstream. Right now it's going to walk on the side of it. So I guess we follow. Do you guys straight away follow? Do you guys wait for a moment? Uh, we wait, right? Yeah. I wait till he's out of sight and then I go... Yeah, I get, like, maybe 10 seconds, 20 seconds. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I get the creature will probably, like, running, and we'll be, like, chill walking I mean, after it. I mean, he's, he's not he's not that stupid. Like, he can still look up. He still has, like, object permanence. X so he to looks doubt. up at all of you, and then he just begins to run away. <laughs> <laughs> not fair. All right. Um, who, who's our best tracker, actually? Do we have a best tracker? Olaf? Olaf? <laughs> Am, am I a tracker? I, I think Olam is the only one trained in survival. Yep. Olam, right All now you are like... MVP. Cherish that moment. Oh, great. <laughs> What's with the sounds tonight, Charlie? Oh, oh, no, I can't help it. It's just happening. Are you are you jealous of the hair? Yes. Have I, have I trumped you? Yes, you are. You are Trump. Igni. <laughs> <laughs> So we are following. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I guess if y'all agree, I won't use the scroll until we lose the tracks or something, right? Mm. Yeah, sounds like good plan. It takes so 10 minutes to cast, though. That is a relevant detail. And it is sustained, so you can basically just cast it now if you want to and just keep it sustained indefinitely. But every time you get hit by damage or your concentration yeah. might be broken, you'll have to make a check. Like if it. I if I trip on a loose brick, I might lose the spell that we paid thirty gold. Useless. Yeah, no, that's gonna suck. I I, I say I, yeah. I guess we don't cast it yet. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. So, one by one, each and every one of you, with a little bit of aid from the guards, are lowered into the sewer system. And as the roster is closed atop of you, the guardsman says, Well, I have no idea why all of you are entering the sewer system after this fucker, but whatever mission you might have, Godspeed to all of you. This will not be your exit. Good luck. <laughs> Bob. Wait, what? The roster is closed. 
Did he just say this is this will not be your exit? Yeah, yeah that but, was okay. ominous. No, no, but this but there was just like there would be something that they had told you before. Like he, they aren't going to leave this roster into the Silver Citadel open for just anybody to crawl yeah, back fair. into. But does that mean that we cannot push it out? Because that's important to know. No, no, you can't you can't push it out. That's the thing. You're stuck. Again. <laughs> Again, sewer claustrophobia are... is like kicking in hard. <laughs> Again, the scum are tribal warriors. They are not that stupid. They can push things. Like, oh, my God. Bowser keeps trying to explain their intelligence. And we're I like... mean, I, I guess they could be smart, but I'm not. <laughs> To, to be honest, this is totally in character for Olam. Like, what? We can't get out? What? I love it. Yeah. No, I, start, I start taking the rope out of my bag and start tying myself and Olam together, like I promised. Crowing I, I, tries to reassure Olam by saying, don't worry, we'll find another exit. There's plenty of exits in sewers. Thank you. Well, the scum must have found a way out, so I'm sure that we can find a way out as well. We will be fine. And I put Nox on her shoulder to keep her company. I just have a flashback of where the scum like went into the sewers and I'm now imagining someone sitting on the toilet and suddenly they're like, Oh love is crawling out of there like, <laughs> no, like, like a wet cat crawling out of a latrine. <laughs> oh why? No, don't throw water down. <laughs> Sorry, DM. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just like I'm trying to put up a serious campaign here. I, <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't even know anymore. I, I don't even know. I, I guess you give us an opening for toilet jokes and it's just all downhill from there. Yeah. No, note to self, no more sewers. No more. It's fun, so it's fine. Right. But each and every one of you has entered the sewer system and you take a couple of steps. As you look backward, you see after about 50 feet the rushing of water that comes to the end of civilization and just jettons outward into the ocean. Um, right now, as you gaze far, far away in that direction, you can see a couple of twinkling stars as it is just an opening out like on the cliffside. And all of you venture the other way, further into the city, in search of whatever it may be that you are searching for. Yeah. So. As you take a couple of steps, Olam, you see that where the scum had entered the water and quickly exited to not have to swim against stream, you see that wet footprints are leading you all the way to the front, further city inward, and then turning a right, as you are going to try and track this son of a gun. Yes. Go ahead and make a survival check. That is, uh, 19. 19, alright. Easy. Easily done. It, uh, it didn't really seem that this scum had any intention of leaving its footprints unfollowable. And with a 19, you easily track this creature as it turns a right and turns a left. And as all of you are now traversing the sewer system, it becomes clear what the layout exactly is. Uh, you have a vast network of these walkways on both sides with water in between them 
sometimes you actually have beautiful constructed uh, stone bridges between like both sides with the water rushing in between them. Um, you have different rosters on each side as well. Sometimes a little bit of wastewater comes flowing through and you have to be careful that it doesn't hit your legs. At some certain places you see that even some foliage is growing in the water itself, some seaweed and the like. Uh, but some other places are uh, in need of repair or are being repaired. For example, sometimes you find a stone bridge that has been broken off and in its stead a wooden temporary bridge is being constructed or is at the ready so that the uh, water workers can still find their way there. Now and then you also hear some certain sounds coming from different places. And as you begin to walk, you also eventually see this large centipede creature like eventually just pop its head out of one of the rosters look at all of you and just look going back in it is not a nice place to be and as you take a couple of steps and turn the first corner it is also very very dark i can see uh, a lot i have dark vision all right olam is not in trouble because of all this I put my hand on one of Olam's shoulder to follow what she's doing, so because I do not have dark vision. Where where can you see if you have dark vision? As a low light vision kind of person, what can I see? Right now, because this is basically just darkness, there are some spaces, for example, some places where you walk a little bit and you can find another roster out back into the open. You see a little bit of light there, but other than that, you need a light source to be able to see. Uh, if it's a class thing. No, it's a, it's a race thing. I, race and yeah. I use my cantrip message. And can I do that to everyone or uh, just to one person? Well, you can do it one at a time. But you can cast it multiple times if you want to. Then in that case, I'm going to confer with Tarouche on this one. And I whisper uh, to Tarouche, Shall I cast Dancing Lights? I maybe should be casting Dancing Lights, but it might give us away. Uh, yeah, so before I answer that, how much do low light vision people see? As I said, nothing. Okay, like, yes. This is darkness. Then you yes. are not in low light, you are in darkness. Then yes. In that case, I cast the cantrip called Dancing Lights. Very well. Uh, Eif, I do believe that Edge, because you are a tiefling, uh, as uh, Shion Kaisi said, in 5th edition it's dark vision, but in. Pathfinder, I do believe that it's low light vision, and you need to take a heritage feat to turn that into actual dark vision. Right, okay. So I will just write down that I have low light. I do believe But so. uh, you tied a rope around me, right? Yes. So everyone can just grab that rope and follow no, me. No, actually, um, sorry for interrupting. Um, you're an elf with the tiefling heritage, right? Yes. An elf gets low light vision and tiefling upgrades low light vision. Oh, so tiefling have... already upgrades that. Okay, so I have. If you have nothing, you go to low light. If you already have low light, you go to dark vision. So in, yeah, in this case, yes, you have dark vision. I have dark vision. You guys cool. could choose indeed to follow uh, Olam's uh, example and just like grab onto the rope. But then again, is that really what you want? Because yeah, you no. might be able to follow, but being completely blind. No, I'm, like, I'm totally you're in agreement. Blind and have to fight eventually. Like it's your choice, but yeah. No, dancing lights, dancing lights, us, brother. I think, I think dancing too. lights, and then I'm gonna place them 
just slightly behind us so that we can have uh, that we can see some in front of us, but also not grab that much attention. All right. Mm-hmm. So, for the sake Fair. of this, we are going into uh, a little bit of exploration, if you will. Um, so, Olam, you will be the ones uh, trying to track. So, your activity will be the tracking. Uh, Jack, you will be casting Dancing Lights. Is there uh, some other activities that the other three participants would like to do? And do you guys want to be stealthy about this and take your time? Or I think being stealthy might give us the benefit of surprise. We yes. we have we we have like a, we we have this little group of glowing lights behind us, and these are dark vision creatures. Yeah, I, I fair. don't think. St- Stealth is like a very reasonable option. Well, there there is a, a of course like the the vision part of everything, but you also can make more or less sound. And to give you an example, these walkways after which you have twists and turns is about like it it varies a little bit, but sometimes it's twenty feet, sometimes fifty feet. So there there is there is an argument to be made that stealth can still be beneficial. But again, indeed, if if everything is dark and they have like one source of light, it's going to be pretty clear where you yeah. guys are. Do we roughly know how fast uh, the fishy thing is going? Roughly the same speed as all of you can, just right. like a humanoid speed. Uh, even with stealth? Uh, when you're stealthy, then you have your speed. So then that guy would be uh, moving Faster. at double your speed. I I say we don't roughly. stealth. No. I, I mean, I'm wearing loud, I'm wearing noisy armor as well. Uh, I don't know about Crowen, if if your armor has a noise situation going on. Uh, I don't think. So. Uh, well, I should say about your your strength is high enough you. because your my strength isn't high enough, so it becomes a lot more noisy. I think we should. What we should do is just use the lights to walk at normal speed, and then when we have a feeling we're getting closer, get get lights out and try to be sneaky about it. Well, yeah, smart. As all sound. Of you, yeah, as all of you are trying to uh, make this clear to everyone, the artifact begins to rumble a little bit as a small whiff of green energy just begins to glow and pulsate with a couple of words as it says, something smells fishy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I need I need all of your characters to go ahead and make Constitution saving throws to see if you laugh. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, uh, Fortitude saving throws. We're not playing Fifth Edition. Fortitude. Uh, oh wow. Uh, natural nineteen for twenty-five. Eleven. Fourteen. A nine. <laughs> Jack okay. Jack is just going like. <laughs> 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 It seems it's so in character. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, um, yeah, we okay, go so on. No um, so, so no stealth. Um, no stealth. Uh, and Cron is going to focus on trying to estimate when they're getting close to the nest. So basically, trying to look for sounds of fish people, smells of fish people, anything he can perceive to say, "Oh, we're close." I, yeah, Edge, perhaps you want to, like, there's the scout action. Um, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to look up the actions. What are they called again? Exploration. Activities, I think? Activities, yeah. If you, if you just uh, type in exploration at, uh, 
Pathfinder easy tool, then you should be. From uh, running modes of play, that one? Oh, no, wait, exploration activities. There we go. There we go. Um, how's your perception, Jack? Jack left to focus on dancing lights, though. Oh, right, right. I guess I will detect magic then. Um, to make sure we don't run into any magical traps. Uh, and, and we have uh, uh, Corrin on perception then. We have um, Olam on survival. So up to Edge, really, if they want to help like Crone with perception or you can scout and give everyone a plus one on initiative basically um, yeah I'll do the I'll do the scout one I was looking at either that one or search yeah yeah so like what I'm kind of worried about is perhaps traps or warning signs so if if Crone happens to roll low we might want to you can double up on it yeah exactly we try could double up but the scouting is also very useful so yeah I'll do the scouting all right. In that case, I'm going to use my anti-luck to uh, give disadvantage to Crowen's perception, because that's going to be the fun. second anti-luck you're giving me, man. Hey, this is this is an anti-luck for the entire party. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you subside for that anti-luck. Yeah, thanks, you man. Take, we appreciate it. <laughs> you take a week for me to use it properly, but um, all right. So, uh, Olam, we already had your survival uh, check. You were uh, very capable of following these tracks. Jack, you are keeping these dancing lights just behind all of you to make sure that the scouting and the uh, visage of you is decent, but not enough to elude any uh, problematic creatures from your presence too early. Edge, you are just walking ahead a little bit to scout ahead and see what is going on. And Crone, you are keeping a close eye out. The first roll is 23. The second right. roll is... Well, okay, it was a natural 20, so I have Ooh, 23. 23, nice. All right. Fuck your anti-luck, Walter. Hey, there, there goes a natural 20. There goes yeah, a natural 20. Yeah, I was happy. thinking that I'm crit. Happy. Usually usually with Walter, that a crit on perception gives us a nice little room with some extra loot or something, so. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yep. there goes your legendary magic item. But, um, oh, God yeah, damn it, Vincent. Somebody... <laughs> Somebody basically had like a new iPhone when they got uh, on the toilet and it suddenly fell in and got flushed, you know, like like a beautiful magic sword. But as he pulled his trousers down, the magic sword got flushed into the toilet as well. It's like, ah, oh, shit. You were able to find it. You were. There was okay. this one spot that if we went left, we just met the Olam's god. But <laughs> now we kind of just walk past. <laughs> Saloon, goddess of the moon in a sewer system. Yeah. Um, Alright, so, Groen, you are keeping hell of an eye out, but Tarush, as all of you are walking through this sewer system, you see that one centipede, what I talked about, as it crawled from one place to another, and as it crawls away, it dings on your detect magic spell. Oh. Interesting. Um... So it's crawling away. Is it going opposite from us, or it seems so, to be following us? No. Well, well, it's it's just one insect, quote unquote, that you just seem to walk into as you are traversing one of these uh, sewer hallways, so to speak. We have like different rosters with smaller tubing going to different sides, too small for actual humanoid creatures to enter, which also has like bars in front of it. But sometimes from this one place, a little bit of fluid just goes. Bleh. 
into the larger sewer area that you guys are in. And from one of these, you see the head of a centipede poke out for a moment as you begin to walk by. And as it realizes that you are close by, it sees you and then it begins to walk away. But not before the area of your detect magic spell just passes over him as he begins to walk away into one of these side tunnels which you can't follow. And it registers as a magic bleep. So I, the, the large centipede, it, it is a magical creature of sorts. Um, perhaps... Where did it go? I went back into its, uh, well, little pipe over there. That one? I suppose so. I elemental wrath lightning into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, elemental wrath. There was a what? cantrip. Oh, cantrip. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, One d six. It was like acid. Acid cantrip. Yeah, uh, it it it, uh, it resembles the acid splash cantrip. Acid, yes. But I get to pick the element, which is lightning, and it's one d six electricity. Uh, thirty foot range. All right. Um, yeah. I don't know if there is a save or if I have if, to roll to attack. If if the Pokemon TV show has taught <laughs> us anything, like huge amounts of damage by using that on water situation. Make, <laughs> make a spell attack. Spell attack. You need to roll your spell attack. Ooh, that's a natural 16. What do we add? I don't have anything uh, on my spell like, attack roll, so I suppose that's just a regular That would 16? be your trained, so that's going to be uh, 2 plus levels 3 plus um, your ability modifier that's relevant. Yeah, so, so I guess either wisdom. charisma, wisdom, or intelligence. I think charisma... Well, for a monk, Charisma it's would be fun. I think for a monk, it's always wisdom. Oh, this, that's this not so from... fun. This isn't from her monk class. I think it's from... Uh, it's from my uh, elven heritage. heritage. Ah. Yeah. Uh, hey, a safe bet. If anybody in the chat uh, knows no. what this is about, you would help us out a lot. Well, I would say... I would say let's For the sake of this, we'll just add six. Yeah. There we go. Add six. Sure. All right. So with that... Uh, you don't see the centipede crawling away, but you do blast a uh, hefty amount of electricity after it, and you do, in like the the deep crevices of this one pipe, you do hear as you have seemingly hit this uh, bitch. So we go didn't ahead get that and sound, roll some I'm sorry. damage. Hmm? We didn't get oh. that yeah. sound. Squeak! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's difficult to make sounds that the. Uh, uh, five damage. Five points of damage against this centipede, motherfucker. And the fact that you have just blasted it with the electrical energy, like five hit points, a normal insect that size would have one hit point. Right? So so the fact that you have just blasted with with elemental energy and you can hear it, like, screech in pain and walk away does give you a little bit of a hint that it might not be a normal symptom. This is not super normal. Someone is probably keeping their eye on us. We need to be prepared for anything. I like your uh, reaction. That didn't kill it. I'm saying. I enjoyed what you did, however. Good right. thinking. Thank you. 
As you guys continue your travels, a little bit more on edge, but a little bit more prepared on what might lie ahead. <laughs> We're on edge. No, Charlie, yeah, no. I keep, every time he says edge, I'm like, yes, oh no, that's the... That's the wrong Look, edge. you chose a name that is a normal word. Not my fault. Not my fault. I could start using my, my birth name, but I would hate to make you pronounce that one every time. <laughs> no, I would love to do that. I would actually love to do that. But okay. then the rest of your party members need to know it as well. My next That's character true. will be named Utter. <laughs> My next character will just be named Butt. <laughs> like the sound of a burp. You have to burp every time you pronounce its name. Oh, God damn it. I'm sorry. As you. I felt it. It was so perfectly timed. As you continue your travels, Olam, you eventually turn a corner and edge, you walk up a couple of steps before Crowen. You have just enough time to warn your fellow uh, companions as there is a little bit of dirt, a patch of dirt on the walkway that you guys are just traversing and you just grab Edge by the shoulder to pull them back because you can see that from it a simplistic but functional thread is going all the way up where a some sort of like wooden contraption is just waiting to be opened up and dumping whatever nastiness might be on top of you. However, as this goes on, you also see that from the water, Bubbles of water are emanating as, lying in wait, two fish people come with their harpoon gun crossbows at the ready, and I would like all of you to go ahead and roll a perception check. Instead, uh, uh, except for um, uh, Crowen, because Crowen, you already have a 23 on that one. As we will see what the sewer systems have to offer. Nine. Right, Fourteen. So keep those in mind for a moment as I open up the sewers for all y'all. Oh, we're just going to scout you guys. We're not going to fight, no. Eventually, you oh. guys will have an encounter. Like you can, you can also just tell me that you guys are going to run away. Yeah. That's so, something that can happen. We so can everyone diplomatic. races their number by one, or will you do that for us? Because uh, uh, Edge is scouting. Yeah, oh, yes, please uh, add one to it okay. yourselves. I would very much appreciate that. So let's just get all of this out of the way. Okay, so... For the sake of this, Edge, you will be walking all the way at the front. Then after which we have Crowen keeping a nice eye out. Let's see here. No, wait. Yeah, so let's just put Olam behind it. And who wants to be last? Tarush or Jack? I think uh, I am last because I do the dancing lights. Alright, so... As all of you are walking forward in this nice little pace. Go. Wait, I'm not first? Uh, Edge was scouting, so Edge needed to be first. 
I think mm. I would still be behind Olam, technically. Yeah, Olam and Crowen need to be switched yep. because I did tie myself to Olam. It is done. Yeah. With rope. Alright. I'm not going to drown, okay? <laughs> I so, mean, um, not yet. Um, Thank you. Someone purchased a pulse for yes, the entire pack. Yes, we will be using it right now. Yeah. Go. Mr. Just need to make sure that all of these tokens are correct. Go. Sorry for the wait, y'all. I had That's a no number problem. of battle maps at the ready for all the different places that you guys might have headed off to. We appreciate you, and you're doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, listen. Just fine. Like, <laughs> only fine. There's you are doing only fine. Go amazing and just fine. You're out of here, buddy. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you trumped. <laughs> now that I have all y'all over here, uh, I need to add turns. That's one. That's oh. That's two. That's three, that's four, that's five. Look, for me, it's no problem there at all go. because I'm just looking at my cute rats eating. Just <laughs> All right, and Edge, like, what was your perception? Eleven. Eleven. Hola. Fifteen. Fifteen. Crobin. Thirty-three. Twenty-three, but you said twenty-three. I kept it. But it becomes twenty-four then because of edge. Yeah, do add the one. Oh, it's so twenty-four. Yeah. All right. Bosch. Ten. Ten. Und Jacques. Also twenty-four. Twenty-four. Nice. Damn. After which. Groen, what is your perception? Uh, plus five. Uh, same. <laughs> okay, that's a roll-off. Go ahead and roll yeah, another go. time. Oh, and by the way, one of the scum also has a 24, so he needs to roll off with you two guys too. I rolled a 9 on the roll-off. A 13. And he has a 6, so the scum is going last. Nice. Alright, so there we go. This will be the initiative order for now. So, Edge? Do make sure that the one space in front of you has a trap laid out. So you might not want to step over there. Right. As you guys can see, in this nice sewer system, you are just walking upon a place where uh, some rubble had been caving in. Dirt has fallen into the canal. A makeshift wooden bridge has been constructed while they are clearing all of this. But for now, no one seems to be in the uh, immediate area except for you guys as the scum in this muddy little locale were able to stealthy just come up and try and combat all of you so with that being said Crowen, uh sorry jack what do you do i'm i um i am going to summon an animal mm. and i just looked into the list of animals that i can summon and I would like to welcome onto the playing board a Bloodseeker. A Bloodseeker? 
Is that a yeah. bird? I think it's a uh, bird, right? I I thought when I look at what it does, I think it's a leech. Okay, so <laughs> it, it doesn't it have sounds like a, a big like it's it's a tiny animal still, but like a big leech. Okay, okay bloodseeker. A bloodseeker, yes. Bloodseeker. <laughs> that sounds metal as fuck. Yeah, it does, but it can attach. Ooh, ew. Scourges of swamps and damp, abandoned places, they are ravenous blood drinkers. They curse has... the creatures for sucking their livestock. Yeah, dry. it has It has Dang 30 it. feet flying speed. It Is has a flying speed, so it's... Flying? Yeah, it's a bird. Oh. Uh, ravenous blood drinkers. In that case, I'm, I'm going uh, way back. Or it's I'm a leech with wings, which makes it... Better and worse at the same time. <laughs> it's like a flying leech. I don't. Oh, no. uh, let's just go back to a fun one. Uh, the giant. No, no, we can. Oh, we no, can it's, do... it's. Guys, I think we're all forgetting what a flying leech is. It's a big mosquito. <laughs> oh, lol. Thanks to Nineko, by the way. Thank hey, you. Thank you, Nineko. <laughs> right, so... Uh, that explains a lot. <laughs> no, but dude, uh, flying I'm mosquito, go... I'm, I'm all for it. Oh, I, f I think I'm just going to go for a rat, a giant rat again. Yeah? Uh, yeah you... that, that suits the the space more. And Bummer. if you can make it so that, it that I can flag with the rat, it would be great. Well, I can uh, cast my spell within 30 feet, so I think I can just cast the summoning spell on the other side of these uh, scum, right? Yeah, basically behind it. Yeah. Then, yeah. Go ahead. In that case, I will cast uh, the giant rat on the other side of the scum. Alright. Um, let's see here. I do believe that I still have... Yeah, let's, let's use this token. Just a moment. Ooh, that's a little bit big. There we go. I still have a goblin dog token, which looks like sort of reddish, right? That works. Yeah. Seems appropriate. Okay. So there it is. Uh, it gets two uh, actions immediately. Mm -hmm. And I believe the summoning, uh, yeah, it's a free action uh, spell. So um, I'm going to make the rat attack the scum in front of him twice. Mm -hmm. Very well. So, as Jesse walks up once again, you use your red familiar, Jesse glows up for a moment, and a larger incarnation of Jesse appears. And with the razor-sharp, eradicate teeth and claws, it just goes haymaker on the scum in front of it. Uh, first uh, bit, the first attack is a um, 23. 23, 23 hits, yeah. yeah. Oh, the second one isn't gonna hit. That's gonna be a uh, eight. Oh, uh, well, do realize that we do have the pulse. So the oh, yeah. first one is twenty-four. Was... Then uh, no, no, no. Uh, pulse the uh, this day and age is uh, advantage, right? Pulse was five, I think. Was pulse? At some point, we said that all different uh, things were a lot more. Like a fierce attack was a plus five instead of a plus one. So we yeah, have yeah, a yeah, pulse. But... A pulse yeah, is a plus one. Five. Yeah, plus five. Yep. Pulse is okay, plus so... five bonus. Alright, so yeah. so on your first roll you had a plus five bonus. So that doesn't make it a twenty-three, that makes it a twenty-eight. Damn. 
So with a 28, that becomes a critical hit. Nice. Ooh, that's very nice. Um, let me... And um, they have to roll a fortitude save uh, for filth fever. Oh, snap. All right, so you go ahead and roll double damage. This guy is going to try and make a fortitude save, which is going to be a 20, 20 total. Aww. Let's have a quick look first. Uh, 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. And nice. uh, he rolled a 20, you said? Yes, 20 total. Uh, so that's a save. Um, so I think he gets only stage one. No, on a save you get nothing. Nothing? Okay. Then uh, on, a, on a fail, you get stage one. On a critical fail, you immediately stage go to stage two. Ah, yes. Okay. So for now, he's not diseased just yet, but the diseased rat can still try again another time. It still but, lives. So the rat is summoned, bites deep into the shoulder of this scum, but as the scum pivots and pushes it away, the second attack goes wide as it quickly ducks under the water for a moment and then emerges once again. However, before it gets a chance to attack, we turn our attention to Crowen. The pulse from the artifact has passed over you as well, Crowen, and you feel invigorated. The first d20 that you roll will have a plus five, but what do you do? I'm gonna go uh, in the attacking position with the left, on the left uh, scum, mm -hmm. and start whacking it with not, no longer my stab because I don't care if they live, so I'm just gonna use my mace. Alright. So uh, this time. You immediately regret jumping into the sewage, but uh, it's your job, man. You got to do what you got to do. I roll a 14 with the with the pulse uh, with it, so 14 total. 14 total, 14 total. Oh, wait, uh, you are flanking. Yeah. Let me check. Yeah, with flanking, that becomes enough. Okay, great. So that uh, I sneak attack damage with it, so that nice. is a total of nine damage. Nine points of damage as you hit a hefty chunk as you jump into the water and you use the momentum of your downward arc to just whack him as the metal mace comes down on his shoulder and you le like you lean in and you feel it push back under the water a little bit but still he's standing strong okay so my last attack my last action is going to be another attack and is a is a my five that is an 8, so yeah, that's not going to be enough. 8 misses, I'm afraid. Yeah. So now that you are in the water, you still have to find your bearings a little bit. The water is all the way up to your waist at this moment. And the smell is also bringing tears into your eyes now that you have jumped into it. And ah, oh, you can actually taste it a little bit at this moment. Yeah. Which is enough to get you out of your concentration. And the second blow goes wide woof, over the head of the scum. At which moment... Uh, all of you also see that um, emerging from this small little roster is a quaint little centipede that as it curls all the way up there, you see that the mandibles shift and turn into these small little horns. The two front legs of the centipede turn into small hands and two bat-like wings emerge from this small creature <laughs> as a I knew it. small creature is all the way over there. Uh, Edge, 
go ahead, uh, well, uh, every one of you can go ahead and make either a religion or a nature check for me. Uh, natural 16 for a 15, I think. Natural 16 for a 15. I um, think so, let me check. Uh, yeah, both nature and religion are a minus one, so. You are quite sure that this is not an imp. It's not an imp. It's okay. not an imp. It's, it's nasty. But you do know of uh, the counterpart of imps. Namely, there are uh, some other creatures where imps are the uh, winged creatures of devilish kind. You also have quasits, which are the lower demon uh, creatures that also are, uh, well, common, if you will. And this seems to be one of those. Right. It's creepy all the same. And other people with uh, either nature or religion checks? A 10. Uh, 10. 12. 12. 17. Crowan, you have also seen these creatures before. Quasits. Um, okay. Small demonic creatures. And as you see it crawl out, you can see the wicked claws, which seems to be its main use of, uh, of combat, next to the razor-sharp row of teeth that also apparates in its mouth. Not a, um, not a nice creature, by any means. As okay. it just gets out there and begins to gurgly speak a couple of words as well, in what seems to be the same language as the uh, scum also spoke to each other. Oh, They are allies. Alright, so... As it crawls out there, um, let me just take a look real quick. It uses one action to change its shape, and then, uh, let's see here. Okay. There we go. Alright, so, as it crawls out of its space and it turns itself back into its demonic form, it speaks a couple of words against what you presume to be its comrades, but then the red beady eyes focus intently on you, Crowan. As you gaze upon this beach creature, it speaks a couple of demonic words and you feel a shiver run down your spine. I need you to make a will save for me. Does Haughty Obstinance help me with that? I, that's a feat I have. It's uh, basically helps me against fear effects. Mm. This is most definitely a fear effect. Yes. Okay, so I just need to to look up. I think it was a plus one. I, I'm gonna roll already. Let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. uh, will save is twelve plus I think five. Let me check. Yeah, seventeen in total. And again, I'm gonna look up, look up the hockey obstinance. Okay. Because it could also be that if you have a success, it becomes a critical success or something like that. Yeah, so that that's could be it. Yeah. To, uh, to know. It is a success. Okay. Uh, if you're successful, I critically succeed then, yeah. Yeah, so as this creature crawls out, it tries to scare you with some demonic form of magic, but in your travels, you have dealt with these sorts of magics before. And it's nothing but show. 
you sturdy yourself, you know that you can beat these scum into submission, you've done it a couple of times before, and this small bat with claws will be no different. You are unaffected by this bite. Nice. Alright, so, and as this small little closet is joining the fray, we turn our attention to the scum standing next to uh, the rat. And as it's now already knowing that the crossbow will no longer be of work, it turns and just begins to uh, attack with a couple of claws. Charlie, I know what time it is, if that is the... Oh, uh, no, no, absolutely not. Oh, um, basically, um, the one of the scum gets a fierce attack specifically against Harush. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Wanted to inform you of that. Oh, yeah, okay. No, that, mean... is, that is a very fair... That is a very fair uh, assessment. In that case, um, technically we wait until the artifact is again to to do like the different things from the artifact. Yeah, no, it was a wall uh, back. It was a wall back by now. It was a wall back, excuse me. Then in that case, uh, the scum will indeed use its first action to unleash the crossbow bolt uh, at you, Tarush. Um, so let's see how that goes. Uh, which is going to be, God, <laughs> that's a three on the die. So that becomes, with a plus 5, a uh, 16 to hit. I'm sorry, uh, Coach T. Trash. My AC is 17. So yeah, the small harpoon which is being thrown from this crossbow just ricochets off your breastplate. No harm, no foul. As uh, it then sees that the rat is biting in its shoulder and it goes at the back to scratch two times at its assailant. So his second attack, geez, that's a four on the die, which is going to be a total of, um, let's see here, seven to hit against your rat. Is that gonna work? I don't think it does. Does it, Jack? What did you say, I'm sorry? A seven. He's trying it's... to attack your rat. <gasps> How dare you, no, seven, seven does not hit. Alright, and the second one comes in at a 10. Also does not hit. No. So the claws just go wide as this fish person is trying to keep this rat away from him. At which point we turn our attention to Olam. Um, just a hy hypothetical question. Mm -hmm. uh, when a wild magic uh, hits, does it do right away or just at the start of the round? <laughs> you know what? For the sake of this, um, I was I was thinking about ending the combat after the first round, so we can uh, can start fresh. But you know what? Let's end with a nice little cliffhanger. The wild magic surge will be rolled, and then we will continue next okay. session. So, as Olam, your turn is upon you. You gaze towards. I think it was Crowen who now had the artifact with him for yeah. now. As it begins to swell and pulsate with energy, as Chaos ensues. So, Charlie, go ahead and roll me a d20. Don't not, not a four. Not a four. Not a four. Actually, a four would be okay now. <laughs> Five. Oh. Five. I think that's a... Is it new? New one. Is it yeah. new? Let me just huh? check real quick. Still pretty close to four, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. Like, I saw it going there. I was that... like, no. Really? Really? Are you rolling a d6 or a d20? <laughs> Alright, so, uh, another d20, even will be you, odd will be the opposition. Oh no. Let me refresh that. Damn, there we go, that's a 15, so odd. 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 Alright, 
So with that, the artifact seemingly displeased by the fact that its fierce attack went just ricocheting off without doing any effect, boiled over in rage and that energy invigorates the opposition as they are hasted and all of their movements become way, way more quickly. Um, and Olam, you just see your enemies becoming a little bit more of a problem. No. As you begin to think about what might, uh, what you might do to halt this assault. Okay. But that is where we will end today's session. Great. Beautiful. <laughs> Great. Holy shit. Jeez. So much fun. So yeah. Damn. Wow. <laughs> that is, uh, I, I mean, so far, I feel... I feel like, and, and this is a hilarious coincidence, but I feel like every wild magic surge has kind of been, you know, against us. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the second giant ones. Yeah. So, yeah, so we you, turned we had, into very big people. Yeah, we had the yeah. uh, the turning you into big people, and the fireball did explode you, Tarush, but yeah. it also uh, basically Opened removed the door. an obstacle. It took out the door. Yeah. So. Yes. And sure. the dogs eventually went into our. It's also positive. Advantage. Yeah, the dogs I guess. Were also Ma positive. Maybe I should be less negative about all these fireballs oh, in Charlie, my faces that's... and such. Yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever you do, uh, it is a rule of this game that Tarush will still want the artifact always with him. I like the yeah. thing is, I'm like, don't we have like a chest of loot on that list it's just but, yeah 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 you yeah. can you can roll high enough and then a chest of loot just appears like we have uh um, devil you can also visit <laughs> another plane of existence uh you can also if you roll a natural 20 just make a wish yeah that also happens I'm i wish tarush was messing with dick Nidico does make a good point. He bought an elemental spark, so we shouldn't forget that for the next. Oh session. no, no, no! We have right, that. Okay. We have we can that either right remember over that here. For next session, or we can uh, refund it. Whatever. Uh, but it will still be on when we start next yeah. session. Yeah. yeah, if we keep it, we'll still be able to see it next yeah. uh, time. Just like the hero points and such. Yeah. Okay. So you'll just have to watch us next week again. Yeah. In action. Yeah. To see how your elemental spark works. Oh yeah, yeah. But this is a great oh. session, though. I had a lot of fun. God, this yeah. is so Me fucking too. chaotic. I don't this know. Was, what's this was like anymore. a very much trying to wrangle a bunch of cats. Yeah. I love this. It went everywhere. <laughs> I, had, I had a lot of fun, guys. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> chaotic as fuck, but that's the way of the game, and that's what happens when you you give your characters freedom to do whatever they want, and when you give them a situation like, hey. Um, you are in a building in a large city with an unconscious body. What do you do? <laughs> Went well. Went a well. building you were specifically told not to go into. <laughs> well, I mean, that's this in the end everything worked out. Yeah, that's... this that yeah, sign would have helped if we could read. You know, <laughs> <laughs> reading is for well, sign. I can't read, so you're not gonna stop it. <laughs> Imagine. Uh. No, but, but yeah, I, I need to I need to charge up for for next episode. Yeah, I I do like <laughs> I I I do like the whole dynamic because our characters have only met a day ago. So I think <laughs> the fact that there is not really any proper group cohesion yet 
is very much in character and, and yeah. makes so much sense. You know, give it five levels or so of this chaos, and then we'll be like a properly uh, <laughs> absolutely yeah. Run at me with a bunch of loot swung over your shoulder out out of a house yeah, that you like weren't supposed to be burgers. in. I'm not gonna <laughs> hang around. I just got out of prison. <laughs> yeah, slowly but surely we are moving towards that baptism by fire. Like you guys are gonna save each other's lives a couple of times in the next five to ten sessions, and then then we will have a good basis on which to build the party dynamic, which will still be chaotic, I figure. But uh, Edge, I mean... Edge kind of likes Olam. Olam is sweet and innocent, and Edge just can't wait for the opportunity to fuck that shit up. Well, As if I'm not re already fucked up, you know. I, 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 I thought you were going to say, can't wait for that opportunity to fuck that shit. Yeah. But... <laughs> I wanted to say, like, I, I can't uh, express how much I like that you ended that session with the word up. <laughs> we'll see We'll see where it goes. Yeah, and she's we'll definitely see. intrigued. Never had a furry before. Oh. <laughs> so, on that note... <laughs> <laughs> thank you all so much for watching. If you like the stupidity... Um, we have social media. I just finished the uh, gigantic map of this city uh, today. Uh, I already oh, posted a picture of it on uh, on Discord, but next week I will have it uh, scanned in and uh, as a useful prop for our heroes to use as well. So if you want to see that, it uh, it spans uh, three A4 pieces of paper drawn by hand by me, and it took a long time. Every building is a square of one millimeter by one millimeter. So it was very uh, the moment we're done with this mission, we're gonna go in the in the in the out out rims, right? We're just gonna hey, change cities. Yeah, no. The we, second we're done here, we're leaving this backwater. Yeah, city. But you think <laughs> you think this city is only useful for you guys? I have a world to create, okay? So, hope to see you next week. Thank you so much for watching. Yeah, we love you. Enjoy the Thanks, last guys. hour of your weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Yeah.